Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Find Nature's Own Super B Complex 75 tablets for just $20.99 at Chemist Warehouse. Baz and Izzy might be at the beach, but the show must go on. It's the summer breakfast on SENZ. Six oh four on a Monday morning. You could call it a red light Monday morning with Mitch McLennan, and he probably would like to be a red light morning. Stephen McIver, Mitch McLennan, with you and the summer breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. Morning, Mitch. How are you? Red you light. Well? Red light. Yeah. Red light. Would, yeah, you, yeah. would you be the Sounds sort? Of, like would you be the sort of guy that would hang around a red light? So, well, in Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, have you have you done that? Have no, you ever, I haven't. Yeah, my, nah, I've never my, been. My brother has. Has he, he loved could, it? He could, no, no. My brother's nah. sixty-seven. But he, I can, <laughs> all I can remember, all I can remember, him telling me a story about going to a venue. Yeah, and he wears glasses, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Ended up with them fogging up. Just <laughs> <laughs> take, take it from that love point, it. right? Love it. How was, how was your weekend, mate? Yeah, great, mate. Actually, I got down to Fungamatawa with the family. Oh, uh, first time, yeah, baby and mum have been away for a week. Is so that the first nice time to... you've been out of the border, over the border? It has been. Well, mate, the yeah. non existent border for anymore. For a long time, for yeah. a very long time. Yeah, yeah what was it like? Uh, awesome, actually. Um, Fongamata was actually still pumping. They had Joe's Farms, all the bikers were down there. Bikers, so, as yeah. in what bikers? As in, uh, as in go, the Lycra nah, nah, like, the the Joe's, Joe's Brigade? No, no, no. Like uh, all the uh, proper motorcycle. So bikers, yeah, yeah, all the clubs, yeah, they were down there for Joe's <laughs> farm, and yeah, it was classic, mate. Actually, there was lots of leather. So it was going down like for a old nice school leather, yeah, old school leather, old school yeah, leather, yeah, grey yeah. hair, old Too school right. leather, yeah, hundred percent. And and their 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 patches, but where like where the really nice patches, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. Like it was like Bob's, the clubs. Bob's it was the clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it, was <laughs> it was old uh, the old dad's motorcycle gangs. Yeah, that's what it was. Dad's army. Yeah, it was, mate. It was. It was actually really. It was actually really good until we went out for. Breakfast, thinking we're going to have a nice, nice breakfast together, run, and yeah, run, yeah. Run, run. poor Kobe was asleep, yeah, getting woken up all the time. But yeah. is it your boy Kobe? Ah, uh, girl, little girl, Kobe so Harper. Did you, did you name her after Kobe Bryant? Or um, so she was born. She was supposed to came five weeks early and was supposed to be born um, on September, day before my sister's birthday, twenty fifth yeah. of September. Yeah. Um, came early on the twenty third of August, yeah. um, within like minutes of Kobe Bryant's birthday. Oh well. So and came and she was a prem, she was a prem baby. So So she she came out fighting, and she slept really early, right? Because we've had three prem babies, yeah, and they all slept well. Yes, yeah, and we thought it was going to be amazing for the first month, and then she woke up. Yeah, no, 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 no. So we we our record is our record's thirteen weeks. Oh yeah, no, no, well done. Nine weeks. Our first Mia, our firstborn, who's now twenty two. Nine weeks. Nine weeks. How was that? That's awesome. Yeah, nine, nine. We got lured into it. We got we got lured into thinking that it was going to be okay. 
we were like, oh, yeah, this isn't too bad. And then just hit so like when, a bus. When did she sleep through? Uh, no, no, she was sleeping pretty good. Like, yeah. no, she's still not sleeping through. Like, maybe like the last couple oh, of weeks. How old yeah. is she? Uh, five, five months. Oh, she's in the Yeah, bubble. she's only a baby. Oh, gosh. Yeah, she's a little. Nah, she's tiny. No, no. Oh, sorry. Five months. Five months. Five, oh. Did I say five weeks? Yeah, five months. Five, yeah, well, I thought five you were going to say yeah. five weeks. No, no, no. Five months. Yeah, so. It's it's only 6.06 in the morning. <laughs> I hate mornings. No. I hate getting up early. I was, I've, actually, I had a really shitty start to the day, actually. Got in here, got the new, got the new, you know, the new yeah, tags yeah. and the brand new yeah. studios. Doesn't the start, work. The start, no, I got, no, got into the building. Great. Couldn't get into the station. Oh, there's a nice little cafe outside. There was mate. no one here at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, I've got to ring up and complain. <laughs> start the week off well with a complaint. No, no, uh, no. Don't want to sound like that whi- that whiny one. Um, what did you watch? What did you do at the weekend apart from? Do you surf? Did you surf? I don't surf, but um, we got on the water uh, for whatever what reason. Like? Kobe, nice. oh, it was awesome, mate. It was yeah, awesome. Warm? It's yeah. been really warm. Yeah, it's nice. The place, yeah, eh? it was wicked, man. It was wicked, and they've got a great history as well. So, like, yeah, start the day at the beach, and then you rock around to the, the history. Far one down, the far, the on the far on the right, on the right hand side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cracking. I, yeah, mate. no, mate. My mate's got an old family home there. Oh yeah, on the beach. Oh yeah, I bet. Like on the beach, oh, you cracking. know, over the over the dunes onto the oh, beach. Oh yeah, yeah, sweet. Yeah. I mean, need to talk to him about having a breakdown there, actually, and get yeah, him out true. of there and his mum yeah, out of true. there. He's got down. something that uh, he needs you to promote, or <laughs> no, no. <laughs> make the call. Just to drop the plug now, and you say, "Hey, mate, oh, I've done yeah, the plug yeah, for yeah, you." Yeah, look, just yeah, and, yeah, and just so you that, know. that rental idea. Not 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 happy about that. <laughs> you can just stick that one, fair up your your date. I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah. No. that was great, mate. I really I really enjoyed it, actually. Um, no sharks. No sharks. No sharks, mate. Sharks are fine. You're right, as long as you're not the furthest bloke out. My theory with sharks is that it's always going to hit the person first who's furthest out, so as long as you're not that person. I don't, know, right. how the, I don't know how those how those surfers do it. I talked to a surfer friend of mine said, what's it like? And he says, mm. oh, you know, man, it's just cool, you know, because you, you're out there and it's you, you, you're one with the water. <laughs> and, you know, it's a spiritual thing. And I said, you yeah, know, I sort of got it. And, <laughs> said, and then I said, what about sharks? No, don't do sharks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sitting on your board with your two feet in the water yeah. going, waiting for the wave and there's a tap. Yeah. I'd be I gone. I it was it was like you know had that you see those poles. What was the what was the one movie that traumatized you? Yeah. What was the one movie that traumatized Jaws for me? Yeah. I can remember watching Jaws and not wanting to go in the yeah. water. Oh really? Mine was Frozen. <laughs> how can how can Frozen, how can frozen traumatize you? Oh, just have it again. Just have it again. Just have it again. Uh, you know, it traumatize you because you'll watch it four hundred times. Oh mate, I know I've got start, it coming up, don't I? Yeah, well, I got, I got, we went through the uh, Shrek. You remember Shrek? Yeah, the yeah, Shrek yeah, stage. Yeah, and over Shrek. and oh, sure. But you know, you watch four of those movies. You know, yeah, and true. then you watch them again and can again. We, can we watch Shrek again? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, great. Can we watch them? And then there's Harry Potter movies. Yeah, and you go. Through I'm that. about Harry Potter. I don't mind that. I love Harry Potter. Yeah, but when you when you love movies like I do, and you've seen them a million. Times <laughs> like I'm going through Netflix and Prime Video and Disney Plus trying to figure out what to yeah. watch. There's a lot of trash out. Do you there, enjoy right? rewatching movies? I do, well, that's what I'm saying. I watch yeah. them too often. Yeah, but like if you chose, like would you go back to an old favorite? I was going to watch a, a really old old movie the other night, last night actually. And then I realised I had to at least get four hours sleep before coming in here. Mm. Uh, was a, a cult classic uh, called The Fifth Element, Bruce Willis. Oh yeah, um, it's a sci-fi one. If you've yeah. never, if you've never watched it, it is one. It's a banger. Oh yeah, it's Ripper. right out of the box. Oh, uh, nice. that, that French designer. 
Jean-Paul Gaultier okay. designed all that you're going, oh, yeah, who's uh, yeah. Jean-Paul Gaultier? Yeah. I'm uh, not super cultured, <laughs> Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, trust me, neither am I. And Jean-Paul Gaultier uh, did all the d- design. and the, it's, it's just cool. You'd like it. So it's called The Fifth Element. Fifth Element. I don't, but nice. it's not on either platform, so you have to go into this illegal website that my son showed oh, me yeah, okay. and, then, and then watch it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Got, kids, got you. kids do that. Yeah. yeah they yeah, just go on their legal website. Yeah, the website. old LimeWire back yeah, in the day. I, I've always, have you actually wondered about illegal websites? Though whether or not they actually follow you, whether they sort of you know they oh no doubt no doubt no doubt no doubt. I think you're talking about movies. Um, one of my favourite of all time is The Replacements. I just loved oh, Keanu they, Reeves, they, the NFL. I have never watched that. Haven't you? No, you're, you're not, not the first person at this radio station who said that. No, but I should watch it because I love I love my football, right? Yeah, yeah. which is cool. Um, it's a bit corny. It's a little yeah, bit but corny. We love corny. But yeah, yeah. Oh, the longest yard with yeah. Adam Sandler and Chris Rock. Yeah, same deal, right? Similar, yeah. but but the replacements is based on a true story, isn't it? Wasn't there a strike in the NFL? Strike, yeah, and they had to get all these numpties in, and, yeah. in, and yeah. then they in the end up didn't not did they play or not play? They did play in the movie. Yeah, I'm not entirely, entirely sure. About <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to segue. In to the NFL, oh, mate. I, know, I was good about was to say, yeah? great segue. <laughs> how, about, how about that weekend? Yeah, yeah. My about, gosh, I watched both games yesterday. Yeah. I watched both. And Maybe I, you're feeling a little bit better as a Cowboys supporter seeing Green Bay get rolled. <laughs> there we go. There's the silence. Yeah. There's okay. the silence. Yeah, that's that's right. Did you want to play your Stephen A. Smith thing there? <laughs> I'd love to. Have you got that, hey, boys, have you got that Stephen A. Smith thing that he wanted to play anywhere? Look at him. Jo- uh, we, we decided not to because Stephen, we care about you, and we wanted to get <laughs> hey, off on a hey, hey, on a good foot. You are so, so full of BS. We decided you not are to, so mate. Full of BS this morning. Uh, I actually did. You know what? I actually didn't think about that at all. Mm. I, I was staggered by both games. If you talk about the, well, let's let's start back. Yeah, let's do the Green Bay one. Mm. The Green Bay's D was enormous. The the amount. Of, I honestly thought San Francisco were never going to. Not even going to get close to going through them. It was going to be a mistake, wasn't it? Well, it wasn't. Um, and it was. Uh, I mean, pre pre game they talked about um, it coming down to special teams, which yeah. I found fascinating. I haven't watched heaps of NFL like no, um, no. last couple of years and this year, this, but to hear them talk about that, I mean, that being their weakness and deflecting a punt, yeah, a charge down yeah. punt, and it and, was. And, and I, well, it was and it was on about three feet from the line. Well, they were they say I'm saying feet because they use feet and inches, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was it was I was still staggering. The thing is. The one thing that stood out for me about I mean the Cincinnati one you can't go past because you got Joe Burrow taking Cincinnati to an AFC Championship game for the first time in forever. Mm. Nine sacks he was sacked nine times. Right, that equals an NFL record that dates back to to 1966. Right now, yeah. you said to me this one: How many sacks? Fifty-one sacks. Fifty-one sacks, mm. and you're in the championship game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but again, d- defense, right? I, I was I was staggered. I mean, the amount of stacks. Uh, I mean, Tannehill as well. Tannehill's number two on that list. So it was just yeah, the two but, worst. But you throw an intercept with twenty yeah, seconds to go, Crazy, and you're going, yeah. "Nah, this is not going to happen." Yeah. And and what it's, what I was fascinated with was watching the clock run down because they let it run down to what force. I think it was. I think. It was four seconds in that Titans game for the field goal. Mm. And the guy McPherson said to uh, Burroughs when he was walking between, he says, don't worry, we're going to the championship game. And and Burroughs said afterwards that this is the sort of guy when he first came in was like, not swag, yeah. but just had this really, this ooze, this confidence. I, and, he, and he nails it. I've just, I just saw this morning, mm-hmm. I was having a look because I was re-watching last night and then something came on my phone this morning. That while the Green Bay Packers were running out, mm-hmm. they had formed a huge tunnel. Um, he was kicking over the top of them. They were like 
10 yards in front of him. And he was still out there practicing his kicking while they were running onto the field through a tunnel. And just like, it's just like, how did, and this comment was like, how did, how did we not see that this guy was just going to clutch yeah. up? Yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> the confidence of him and Joe Barrow, the confidence, confidence um, between them looks well, he's only seen just the, that whole side, well, really. It brings up another storyline, doesn't it? Because the other storyline about the whole NFL was rookie quarterbacks, and he's only, what, year two. So you could almost, mm. damn near a rookie, right? Yeah. How do Joe they, Franchise. How, yeah, Joe Franchise. Ching. <laughs> Cha-ching. Isn't it, eh? I mean, you know, but he's – I looked at his interview afterwards and he was – they fall into this trap of being sort of they, – they give you the answer that this the, he uh, was great, mm. he did this. But you just look at him and he's like he's still like a kid, right? Yeah. And then you and then you go to the 49ers game and against the pack and you're going, how did Joey G get that? How, how did they drag themselves out of that? Yeah, because honestly, the defense and those those big units on the front line for the Green Bay Packers were they were monsters. Well, Absol- but and I, you know, who I feel sorry for, I actually feel sorry for Devonta Adams. Yeah, because he and he and uh, Rogers looked like they were in sync in that first yep. that's the first half. Yep. I thought, here we go, and he was he was picking passes up on his feet. And I went, yep, here, boy, yeah, boy, here we go, here we go. Uh, the 49ers have no chance. And then I have to go back to right at the pregame. They, it was shown on Fox over there. And Terry Bradshaw, the legendary Terry Bradshaw, he was the only one of the commentaries or the pre, pre-team that said 49ers by three. 49ers by three. What did they win by? <laughs> they win by three. So, so, so when you look at that, mate, when you look at that, you say the the top two seeds have gone, just like that. It's, it's like the Warriors beating the Melbourne Storm. Top three seeds are gone. So who was the third? Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're killing me. Oh, wow. Early, early jokes. Early jokes. <laughs> yeah, I know you're killing me. You're killing me. That actually, to be honest. I am really upset about that. Oh. Only in the sense that I, when I was into the Cowboys, it was Troy Aikman. They were they were dynastic. Yes, yeah. and I because I, I first came to Auckland in nineteen ninety one. Yeah, so ninety one, ninety two, or nineteen ninety three. The Cowboys, you know, Jimmy Johnson, they were all over it, and I fell in love with the Cowboys. You know, yeah. America's team. Yeah, and they have done nothing since. And so you get Dak and Ezekiel. He Ezekiel Elliott would be the most disappointing performance of the year. Across the board, because they had it go, they he just didn't look himself, yep. right? And Dak Prescott, well, what do you say? He's a big unit, but they just they were too loose on D for me. And I'm not an expert, but I watched enough to go. They got it. They got run through too easy through. You know, it's, it's yeah, a, I know it's what a you bit mean. like a, what it's a bit like yeah. any footy game, right? If yeah. You, if you don't have your hold your D, you're yeah. gonna get your ass whipped, right? Yeah. And, and that's exactly best defensive sides win. Best win comps, and, yeah. yeah, but I reckon we had four great defensive sides yesterday. Mm. Four, so today, the Rams gonna, as well. Rams are that's oh, it's going to be Rams fascinating. Bucks. Yeah, good defensive side. The Rams. So I don't be know. Interesting. Matt Stafford against the goat. <laughs> Stafford against the <laughs> hey, goat. Mate, stranger, wouldn't you as as an underdog? Wouldn't you take confidence from the first couple of games? You'd be you'd be all over like a wet yeah. rag, and you'd and you'd be going. I'd be paying those kickers more money straight away. Yeah. Because you know, the, I mean, can you imagine being a kicker in the NFL and how much work you don't have to do? You restart, 
<laughs> yeah. And then you kick goals, uh, you know. So you're, so you're actually you're probably more. And if you're okay, you punt as well, but not often. No, actually, that's the yeah. crazy thing. So yeah. I suppose in many ways you're probably one of the busier guys because special teams don't do a lot. And you got you know, like I love those guys with the kickoffs. They do the kickoff and the the. Team, and then they have to tackle. Or they, they <laughs> no, but they run. You see them get running at a full full tit straight at the kick, and they're following the kick, following the kick, and, and they and they let it go. And they let it go. It's so, like, and, and I've always wondered done. why why they all run through to the end. That's my point. What's like, <laughs> it just looks hilarious. Big day, big yeah. day. Out. I thought it was always just a glitch on, on Madden. <laughs> I just thought it was just like a bug, and they all just ran through. But no, they do it for real. <laughs> so, what do you got? What do you got today, though? This, so, we got the Bucks and the Rams. Yeah, got, and that's at, well, I think it's at nine o'clock this morning on ESPN. So, yeah, Bucks and the Rams, and then who who in your mind is the underdog in the Chiefs' oh, Bills? Oh. Oh, I know. Bills are paying two dollars. Um, Chiefs are a dollar seventy one. Or when I looked last night. Oh, that's a really so, that's a that's really tight. good question. Yeah. I got zero idea because I I remember watching right what well, seventeen weeks ago, mm. looking at this Chiefs start really slowly going, yeah nah, yeah nah, and now Mahomes is starting to swag. Got a swagger, He's yeah. Got a swag. He's starting yeah. to run. Um, and Josh Allen's a bit. Bills here. Where is it? It's at Chiefs, though, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so you got to give them. You got to give them at least four points. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's that old rugby league rugby well, league. You give them well, four points. Give them four points. Well, the plus plus three and a half. Uh, the line was a dollar eighty-seven each. You see, don't. Yeah. Why are you talking these numbers for me? Yeah. I well, basically, what it is is saying the Chiefs are favourites by three and a half points. Well, you see, well, like, that's that's head flat. To head their favourites. Head so to head. Head yeah. to head. Yeah. Of course, the yeah, no, so yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> Me and numbers, mate. Don't even go. No, there. no, you're good. No, That's right. I'll get my cal- calculator <laughs> out for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, how about the whiteboard and just put it just oh, big, yeah. big numbers in front of the old boy? Yeah. Um, uh, so Bills would be the underdogs, and Rams got to be underdogs only on the back of Brady. But mm. there is some suggestion that Brady might come under enormous pressure today. Well, I mean, I mean, he will. But um, how? <laughs> how is the pressure? Where does that pressure come from? Right? Yeah. Um, I, I like the way the Rams play. I just like I like Sean McVeigh the way he coaches them. Yeah. And I got no idea what I'm talking about. Only in the sense that you see different plays. Like I've seen more uh, handoffs by uh, quarterbacks this year than I've ever seen before. You know, handoffs, hand yeah, the ball off, a bit more pressure, bit yeah, more pre- and but, and lots more running. Yeah. Anyhow, that's where it's that's so that's coming up. So all right, so what are you picking, Bucks or Rams? Uh, I'm going to go Bucks. Um, but the longer the Rams stay in the game, just like yesterday with the 49ers, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Bucks have got to get off to a good start. Good start, and, and they'll, okay. they'll clean it up. But if it's tight, you never know. All right. This yeah, is, you? Uh, You're with the Bucks. I'm, no, I'm going to Rams. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go the Rams, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go the Chiefs because I just can't see. Okay. But that, that's it. I'm going to go I'll Bucks go. and Bills. But oh, the booze. Oh, the booze. It would be a great yard. It would be a great yard. That would be so good. <laughs> 6.21, this is the Summer Breakfast with Mackay. Oh, M&M's. There we go. Mackay yeah, Which one are you, though? I don't know. How many colours are there? <laughs> green. Are you green one? Green? <laughs> oh, mate, I'll, I'll be the chocolate on the inside for you, Mackay. Have chocolate. Have chocolate, hey, you You dick. can be the coating, I'll be the, I'll be the chocolate. <laughs> Oh, that's pathetic. <laughs> Come on. One Come more. on. Okay. Yeah, all right. Surely there's an ad break. Yeah, we, there is. This, this is <laughs> 621. This is the summer breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Okay, shortly we'll start talking about the Australian Open and see what happened over the weekend. 
6.27. This is the Summer Breakfast with McClanagan. Is it McClanagan or McClanahan? McClanagan. 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 It is McClanagan. Yep. Okay. Yeah, Gin. Gin. Weirdo. No? McClanagan. I guess it makes sense. McClanagan would sound better. McClanagan and McClanagan. Gin. A bit early for gin. 6.27. Better take in what happened over the weekend or at least yesterday in the Australian now because there's a lot going on. You get the response just over there by Barty. It should be an easy put away for Anna Went straight back to Barty who defended. She's come to the net. Anna has gone to her backhand volley. Trying to go cross court. Anna Samova. Barty's making her work. She's volleying. And Anna Samova puts up the lob. And Ash has won the point somehow with the overhead. She was gone. <laughs> that to the forehand. Right on the line there by Anna Samova. Dug it by Barty. Exchange on the back end there, the forehand cross-court by Anna Samova. Cross-court forehand, great angle by Barty, scampering to get there. She sliced back effectively to Anna Samova, and then Ash had control, got to the net, some open court with the forehand. Well, this is where Ash Barty's at her best, isn't she? With the variation, the slice, the dice. Anna Samova goes out to the back end, chip. And Anna Samova caught the tape, up the line by Barty. Cross-court here by Anna Samova, there with the back end volley was Ash. And now two break points at 15.40. Cross-court forehand by Anna Samova. A looping forehand uh, by Barty. Flattened out by Anna Samova. Slicing away both players using every dimension here up the line by Anna Samova. Slicing on the back end of the open court. Barty, oh, she's done it twice. That same shot into the open court. Not many are hitting backhand slices for winners, Blue. This is what Ash Barty does. Yeah. Amazing movement here. Hardy oh, looking to sign off here and stole up the tee she goes. Forehand mid-court for Manasimova. Open court for the forehand for Barty. And she takes the opening set in 38 minutes. To the backhand. A chip return here by Barty. Cross-court backhand by Anasimova. Slicing away Barty. Forehand goes cross-court. Anasimova long. Barty's broken. And you feel like she's broken the back of the American. Two match points for the world number one to continue her journey at the Australian Open. Takes it on the backhand. Andy Simova's backhand went cross. Caught long. Ash Barty ticks another box. Four down. And hopefully a lot more to come as the two players shake hands at the net. Amanda says, too good. Ash Barty, I think number one for 81 weeks so far. She faced, guess who she faces? You'll love this one. Guess who she faces in the quarterfinals? Tell, tell me something. Tell me something I don't know, which the, is a lot when it comes to tennis. The daughter of the owner of the Buffalo Bills. Oh, so he's going to lose twice in a day. Jessica, P- Jessica Pagula. She's been out here at the ASB Classic. Oh, God, I missed the ASB Classic. Sorry. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's, she's facing Jessica Pagula, who's, who's ranked number 21. So like, if like he could him? only have one win, oh, you know what he'd, he'd, lo- he'd love his daughter to lose. <laughs> <laughs> I, I reckon. I reckon. Yeah. Uh, if you have some thoughts on the Australian, because Michael Venus and Tim Poots are in the quarterfinals of the men's doubles, and he guess who they're facing? <laughs> Double K. The, the, the Double K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Kennards oh, phone line is 0800 150 It's 0800 150 I like Have you ever talked to You've talked to Michael Venus, eh? Yeah. I haven't, no. I mean, he is no, the, he's he's one of the most underrated blokes going around. He, yeah. He's like, 
I remember someone saying to me, oh, Mike just should, you know, promotes himself. He doesn't really have anyone that goes out there, an agent. To go. Yeah. He does everything himself. And he's such the, the nicest bloke going around. And he's, you can make a really good piece of coin on the double circuit, eh? It is so good, and he's they're ranked in the they're going to be ranked in the top twenty as a team, and individually they're up there as well. So so they're through to the quarters, the quarter. So they face they face Kokonakis. What kind of cash were we talking about there in the doubles? Oh, not as Shows much. Nah. not as much. I was looking at the women's, like the women's and the men, they're all equal, right? So the winner gets for mm. the singles gets uh, two point eight seven five million for a win <laughs> and one point eight for uh, a loss. That's so there terrible, you go. Eh? All right, we better money. keep moving. There's still so much to come here on the summer records with the M and M's, MacIver and Mitch, but uh, time for news for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. Here's Emma. This is SNZ Summer Breakfast with Mitch and McIver, and that is history. Right there and then, when I saw the tweet, the text come through that Meatloaf had passed away on Saturday night, I had to have another drink with my mate. Yeah. I was gutted. Now, I don't know about you, but Meatloaf, when I was growing up, was the bomb. He wasn't like this all-encompassing act that it was, mm. but the Better to Hell album uh, was was the way, where it all started, and I was gutted. Michael Lee Arday was actually your real name. He's 74, died of COVID, actually. Was an anti-vaxxer, silly dummy. And But you listen to the music and you go, that was rock opera. And it's uh, like Queen was rock opera. Yeah. This guy was amazing. Well, you're yeah. talk, talking to you. So who's the closest, closest to uh, Meatloaf since Jack Black? Not even close. Although, although <laughs> wow, wow, is Jack Black meatloaf? Not even close. Well, maybe, maybe in size, maybe in size. Although meatloaf lost a lot of weight, but man, what? A, I was thinking. I was talking to the wife the other day, Maria, the other day. So we've lost meatloaf. We've lost Bowie. Mm. We've lost Prince. Mm. We've lost Jackson. Uh, George Michael, bit of a fave there. Sorry about yeah. that. We could but lose Harry Styles. 
Why? Why would you lose Harry Styles? Well, I'm just winding Joe up. His oh, fav- favourite singer. Really? I love Harry Styles. Yeah, no, yeah. you like his fashion, right? I love his fashion. I, I love his look. I love his voice. You'd Everything love, about him. You'd love to go oh. to dinner with Harry Styles, oh. Pete Davidson, yes. and Ariana Grande. And Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, that's my dream. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to go to, to dinner with Nicholas Holt. Have you guys seen The Great on Soho? Nah. Oh man, you got to watch that. I know we're talking about telly again, but you got to watch the Graham and Al Fanning. He's the he's the czar of Russia. Oh, yeah. Some of the best television I have ever seen. Honestly, it is. Okay. Uh, cool. As you can see, Mitch hey, is really good. buying into me this morning. He's like, yeah, uh, it's, he's, just, he's just basically a, giving it the it's just a new oh, experience. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I'm learning. Hi, what, did, I'm, what I'm, did you do this morning, Stephen? Well, I was I was a new experience for Mitchell Flanagan. <laughs> Thanks very much, everybody. It's six thirty-seven. Uh, Kieran's in the house. He's got something to share with us. Haven't you, Kieran? Yeah, morning, boys. Just thought I'd give a quick little, uh, some few headlines. Listen, last time I did these headlines, I'm a bit on edge because uh, Tony Kemp actually said he fell asleep uh, during my headlines. So I'm looking for a better run today from you two boys. Expect some love, all right? I'm, 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 you sound like you're about to call a race. I'm, uh, I'm super, <laughs> mate, super, I could have at the Karanka Mill. This, mate. Super at the Karanka Mill, you know? Okay, okay. Yeah. three, two... Oh, for oh, goodness sakes. All right, boys, we're going to talk EPL, because uh, it was it was a wild, wild weekend full of uh, suspensions, double fixtures, wins, losses, everything you want. So, Stephen, I thought I thought we could get you on this one. Oh, drones. Okay. Do you know much about drones? As in the ones that fly around taking pictures of things and filming. That is right. Yes, no, I know a little bit about drones. If you could take a drone to one sporting event, where would you go? Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Fair enough. That would be quite nice, eh? a little drone view. Two things to do with drones. One, in the EPL this weekend, 20 minutes into the first half of uh, Brentford and Wolves, the game had to be suspended because a drone just wouldn't go away. <laughs> so right? it, was, it was being flown by someone outside the stadium. Yeah, then, so right? someone was standing outside the stadium, and but the thing was they couldn't track down who was flying the drone. So until that happened, they couldn't continue play because it was just such an inconvenience. Well, it could, well, it could be a, a lethal drone, you see. Well, yeah, that's the thing. You, don't, you never right? know. You never Thing know. Now. Could be a Could have been some yeah, military facial, gear. facial recognition. <laughs> yeah. uh, second thing with drone, Mitch, Mitch, you're a gamer. Hey, do obviously. I sound like a drone, do I? No, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, new, <laughs> new experience. Cheers, the yeah, the new experience. It's going to be a drone. <laughs> drone. Um, one, one thing I found kind of cool, the NBA is actually taking an NBA 2K uh, approach out of the game. So they've introduced a new uh, camera angle, which is basically the NBA 2K camera oh. angle, if you know what oh, that yeah. is. Yeah, 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 and yeah, so yeah. it's got thousands of cameras, and basically they're just constantly drawing 3D figures of the... Right. NBA players in real life and they've pretty much made it 2K which I thought it was the other way around but they've yeah. done it what do you mean so, they've yeah. made it pretty much 2K well they just well, every like in, in yeah. the coverage well they make the game off the in real life basketball but ah, now that okay. in real life basketball is implementing all these things from the game do you think it would be as good as watching the Nickelodeon version of the NFL about three weeks back and they had Spongebob Squarepants standing between the uprights going yeah, yeah. And, they, and the yeah. slime zone <laughs> slime every time there's a touchdown you get slimed game, oh. was it oh. <laughs> <laughs> drone <laughs> anyway boys let's get on to, to making some money eh quizzy dag yeah, let's do it. Okay, so here we go. 0800 It's 0800 It's time for Quizzy Dag where uh, Mitch is going to be on fire. It's a $50 mm. bonus bet on the line. Uh, if you're not happy with your hair loss, make today your turning point in search of Ashley and Morrison online. Really? Ashley and Martin online. How's your, why do you wear a cap, by the way? Uh, me, because I can't be bothered doing my hair. It yes, might, I do have hair. I, I, I'm not receding. <laughs> Thanks. 
1511. That's 0800 1511 811. Come on, be in to play Quizzy Dag. <laughs> It's Quizzy Dag with Ashley and Martin. Regrow your hair. Search Ashley and Martin today. You know what time it is. It's Quizzy Dag. A quiz that keeps on giving like a skipper bass. Louie, Trudy, Kez and Joe not wants to brag. But good luck to our quizzies because this ain't in the bag. Oh, 800-150. 811 now, give it a go. Oh, oh. Yes, welcome. As, as you heard Izzy say, give us a call on 0800 150811. Get yourself in the chance to win a $50 bonus bet thanks to the TAB. Well, we filled our pockets, uh, our little crew over the weekend at the Crack a Million. So here's your chance with that $50 bonus bet to do the same this week. Exciting time to be on a punt this time of year. So we'll get into the quiz brought to you by Ashley and Martin. It's a nice one today, team. There's maybe one question uh, I think will be a little bit difficult. Uh, so if you're later in the call list... Uh, or if you want to get on the phone, give us a call because I think there's a chance for a later caller to win this quiz. Sorry, Tim, I don't want to give you that news, mate, um, but I'm sure you'll probably go five for five now. How are you, mate? You well? <laughs> yeah, no, um, too early always. <laughs> All right, mate. Hey, Says too, Mrs. Yeah, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> All right, mate. Which All Black hit the winning run in the team's rugby victory, victory in the Black Clash? Mate, I didn't see it. Um, Geordie Barrett. <laughs> oh, 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 I didn't see it. Yeah. How good. How good, mate. Well done. Well, Nick, off to a fly. Nickname, nickname Tease. Tease, is he? Oh, Tim, Tim the Tease, is it? All right, Tim. Okay, Tim the Tease. Which NFL team stunned the number one seed Green Bay Packers yesterday with a last second field goal? Nah, mate. Sorry, brother. <laughs> Sorry, brother. All right. You got past the first one, okay? You helped the lads out. Hard luck, Tim. Have a good day, mate. Right, Callum, you there, mate? Yeah, good day. How are you? Yeah, pretty good, yourself? <laughs> yeah, solid, solid. Which NFL team stunned the number one seed Green Bay Packers yesterday with a late second field goal? 49ers. Perfect, mate. How good. Which Kiwi won back-to-back golds at the X Game in Aspen over the weekend? Dalsky Senate. How good. Look out. Lovely. Look out. Look this out. is the one. This Here is like, you. If you breeze through this, you're a legend, mate. Uh, who won the Auckland Marathon for the second year straight? Um, do I have a clue? Uh, nah. <laughs> Too many callers, no clues. Uh, first name starts with a D. Great clue. Great clue. Don't give him time to look it up on the Two, net. One. Hard luck, Callum. Hard luck. Good effort. All right. Who we've got on the line next? We've got Brenton. Brenton, are you there, hey, mate? How are you, brother? Yeah, good, bro. Yourself? Had a chance. Hey, not too bad, mate, for a Monday. <laughs> yeah, had a chance to tap away. Oh, yeah, I actually watched the news. Oh, good, okay, great. Who won the Auckland Marathon for the second year straight? Was it Daniel Jones? It was, mate. How yeah, good. Love it, <laughs> love it. Okay, here we go. We've got the last one, mate, and this is your chance to shine. 
What was the nickname? Oh, <laughs> oh mate, that's so hard. I had no idea. Uh, what was the nickname of legendary All Black coach and captain Sir Fred Allen? He'll get, uh, he'll get this. He'll get this. Really? Yeah, I think he'll get this. Right. Sounds like you'd get it. Oh. <laughs> Maybe not. You can't. Gonna, let you stop looking at your I'm phone. Gonna, I'm gonna have to start the that timer. Vincent <laughs> 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 McCoy is giving you that one on the plate. Well done, Vincent. Well done, mate. Come late. Come late. <laughs> yeah, too right. Greatness, Brandon. Well done, mate. Well done on winning that fifty dollar bonus bet, mate. Uh, brought to you by Ashley and Martin. Yeah. Uh, what do you reckon you're going to use it on? You're going to have a punt on the NFL today. Oh, I could do. Could yeah. do. Didn't sound super confident, be, uh, so maybe don't. <laughs> no, <laughs> give me a tip. I've been on the crack a million, so. Oh yeah, nice. <laughs> My couch, my couch's not too good, so. Oh, we're good topping up. it up now. We're topping it up now. Well done, mate. Awesome. You have yeah. a cracking day. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Perfect, Brenton. Well, how about that? Yeah, um, good. The, well, you see, I. I, I Kieran was asking that question, the last one, the needle yeah. question. Yeah. So most people that have watched rugby should know that. Yeah. So you and I, do you watch a lot of rugby? Me? Nah. Yeah, me, yeah. Nah, yeah, nah, nah too, league, right? I'm, I'm yeah. leaguey, yeah. Oh, see, yeah. I like that, eh? <laughs> see, I'm in, I'm, in a good, I'm in a good place already because we're going to talk some footy after seven. Yeah, uh, all right, it's uh, 6.50 here on the Summer Breakfast with Mitch and I'm just going to say Mitch and McIver because it's so much easier with a chemist warehouse great well, savings every day. Are you, uh, yeah, are you, are you happy yeah. with your hair loss? Because if you're not happy with your hair loss, mate, make today your turning point and search Ashley and Martin online. I don't have any hair loss. (laughs) 6.56, this is the Summer Breakfast with Mitch and McIver. Coming up after seven, we are going to talk NFL. We're going to talk to Leo Luna, the co-host of Niners Nation and founder of the 49ers Gold One. He'll be he'll be fun to talk to today. Yeah. It'll be. be first mm, I, I just want to touch on the Mitch and McIver. Is this an adopted son thing, is it? Mitch and McIver. (laughs) I thought you said Mitch Mitch McIver. No, Mitch and McIver. <laughs> Mitch and McIver. Hey, okay, I'll yeah, slow yeah, down. Yeah. Hey, Mitch, look at my lips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mitch and I've McIver. Because McLennigan's just too much of a handful yeah, for, my fair, far, fair. for my fast mouth. Actually, speaking of fast, how about this uh, over the weekend? Sprinter Zoe Hobbs smashed her own New Zealand women's 100-metre record at the Potts Classic in Hastings. Well, it's fast enough. Uh, 11.21, which is not bad. She... Dropped it down to eleven point one four, but they've got you know how you you have you got this wind thing you're not allowed to do yeah you know too many too many prunes and it'll just it'll work against you so she, but this is the staggering one for me there's this kid called Tian Welpton right yep. he's a twenty one year old from Christchurch ten zero nine in the heats. That's okay, so talk me through it. I'm, well, I'm no, more I'm, of a sea based or water based uh, mammal. <laughs> So all I'm saying, he's quicker than Gus and Keisha's 28-year-old national record, right? Oh, wow. So when you're getting around 10 seconds, you're quick, right? Yeah. The funny thing with, with athletics, that 11 seconds for the for the young ladies, you know, that's not going to be that's not going to be worth anything at, at an Olympics, but maybe it'll be good enough at a Commonwealth Games, which is coming up in Birmingham this yeah. year, right? But that 10, when you're getting right closest to the 10, like he's, he's, you're talking in tenths and hundredths yeah, yeah. of seconds. It's like yeah, it's like any yeah. any sport where it comes down to the hundredths of seconds. Yeah. Uh, but you know, ten ten point zero zero nine. So you like it? I like, I, yeah. I like it a lot. Were you ever yeah. were you see I, I was useless at athletics and I was the captain of the athletics team in Putaradu High School many years ago. Yeah. I mean, don't you worry about that. Yeah, what did you do? <laughs> So you said you were useless, I, but you were I the captain. Was the captain. Were you? Yeah, I was the captain. I was the captain of the athletics yeah. team. I remember my coach saying, oh, you baby elephant, get off the track. 
he, he thought I ran like a baby elephant, oh, which okay. I found was actually quite offensive. But when, then I just laughed and walked away and cried in the corner. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Trauma. I, trauma. Yeah, Jeez, I'm, imagine I'm that, those comments nowadays, eh? Yeah, I, you in a yeah, bit of trouble. Can you imagine? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we won't go. We won't go. Do, so you didn't do our things. You no, were, no, you, I was you're a swimmer. A swimmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, you're a bit of a big unit, yeah. right? You got big paddles? Yeah, I, I've got big feet, 14. Yeah, 14. 14. And a half, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. You yeah, have big feet. What, what were you, a, a long distance from uh, a sprint? sprinter? Yeah, sprinter. see, my yeah, brother yeah. was, see, what, 6'3? Are you 6'3? Six six three? Three, but I was I was real short. I actually, as soon as I gave up swimming, I got a Cornet Swanapol. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know Cornet, yeah. So Cornet came over. He was my age group. Good name drop, too. Yeah, yeah. Great <laughs> name drop. Yeah. And when he came over <laughs> from South Africa, yeah. um, I was short. And I remember jumping a 50 meter freestyle. Yeah. And he was two lengths ahead of me just off the dive because he was like twice the size of me. And I think after that, I was just like, ah, I didn't think I was going to grow much more. And as soon as I stopped swimming, stopped doing the 20 hours a week training. from size 8 to size 14. (laughs) I got huge. I got huge. I literally grew like from like 5 foot 7 to 6'3". What did your mother feed you? Yeah, no, mate, I was, yeah, just too much training. Too much training. No, it's getting up at 4 in the morning because it's called white line fever, right? Swimmers genuinely a little bit cuckoo. Mate, I literally, literally after that, I got to a dove in. Training after that, walked to the side of the pool. Didn't even swim. Got out, went home. Never went back. Can't swim now at all. <laughs> Coming you after seven. We talked to Leo Luna, co-host of Niners Nation, and we're going to talk some footy because we love it. I could do him a cafe about now, but coming out with Kubota, together we're shaping and building New Zealand. Emma has news. This is the Summer Breakfast with Mitch and... Oh, there we go. There we McIver. go. There you go. Nature's own Super B Complex 75 tablets for just $20.99 at Chemist Warehouse. Baz and Izzy might be at the beach, but the show must go on. It's the summer breakfast on SENZ. Seven oh three on a Monday morning nationwide around Aotearoa, New Zealand. Mitch and MacIver in the house, wherever that house may be, on the Canards Hire phone line 0800 That's 0800 If there's anything that tickles your fancy, hopefully shortly, Leo Luna, great name. Like Mitchell McGlennick. McGlennigan. <laughs> great name. No, he'll be fizzed, won't he? Well, he will be fizzed, right? I was just telling you in the, in the news break. Well, talking about it, not telling, because mm. we both follow it. The Niners were three and five. They were three and five early in the season. They make the NFC Championship game for the second time in three years. How does that happen? Mind you, with oh, no Kansas, where, hang on, were the Chiefs I similar? Both, I think. Um, but who, uh, Green Bay and who, the Cowboys both have choked against them. Did you? Is, it, is this just this like little, this little sub theme running through? Just reminding you about the. I was having do you know fun. I haven't Monday, once? Man, do you know I haven't, I haven't once mentioned your Las Vegas Raiders? Everyone's forgotten because of how poorly the Cowboys play. <laughs> That's unfair. I mean, the Raiders could, had a good season. Mate, mate. The Raiders are. You know what? The Raiders there by Derek Carr. Uh, I, I, I hate to say this, but they they are a land of false promise. Well, well hopefully they, they the promise are, uh, hopefully the promise that's coming out with Devontae Adams. Oh, what's that? is there news oh. on Devontae Adams? He's a free well, agent, right? Yeah, he's talking about maybe going. Um, well, he's a free agent, but he said he'd rather go to the Raiders, play with his good mate Derek Carr, 
as opposed to staying at the Green Bay Packers. Well, Aaron Rodgers has come out at the same time and said, I'm not going to be part of a rebuild. In other words, saying, yeah. I wonder if that's a way of trying to keep Devonta and wanting to stay again. Mm, maybe, maybe. I don't know because they they have formed a partnership that was the, they were the dream team, yeah. right? And I thought they were they were going to do the job, but they they haven't done the job. So it is oh, yeah. selfishly. I hope he doesn't stay. Well, see you, you in Vegas. See you in Vegas, baby. Oh, <laughs> see you in Vegas. Yeah, I can see you in Vegas. I got to tell you one thing. I love about the NFL. I know we're we're sort of harping on about the NFL because we both enjoy it. The stadiums. You know, the, Look at that. That, that SoFi Stadium in LA yeah. where they're going to have Super Bowl and then there's a new one at Los Vegas. Is it Allegiant? Allegiant Stadium yeah. in Las Vegas? How cool are they Look though? At that. How, how unbelievable. Can you imagine something like that on the on the waterfront in Auckland? Oh, really? I actually, no, I couldn't. <laughs> well, geez, no, it would have been great back in the early 2000s. Well, actually, but the thing <laughs> is those, those, but those stadiums are built by private money, a lot of yeah. private money. The council gives them the land and the whole nine yards there, and, and, and then that's how it works out, right? Mm. Uh, so, no. We, need, great, we'll, we have to have a new mayor first. <laughs> There's got to be a new Good mayor luck. in town, right? Good luck. I think I think that's the that that's 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 uh, the way build, to go. Build anything with these rates at the minute? <laughs> well, well, they haven't. Well, actually, my I haven't had my new rates notice. Oh, I'm you expe- wait. I, mate, you just wait. if you knew what I was paying in rates right now, you'd cry. <laughs> actually, where do you live? Where, which hey, which part paying, of the paying Joe's salary? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, actually, yeah, I probably am. All righty, let's uh, move on. Time to head into Niner country. Leo Luna, host of Niners Nation, joins us right now. Hey, Leo, thanks for joining us. He's still talking to him. Now, what? Don't don't <laughs> don't talk to Karen. Talk to us. Does he want to talk to us or not? He likes Karen. Uh, like hey, Leo, Karen. how are you, mate? Uh, I'm doing excellent. Uh, I I don't know how I can't be doing any better right now after taking out the one seed. Well, yeah, but did you even see that one coming, the way the the Packers' defense was playing? I did not see the Packers' defense coming out the way they did. I did expect the 49ers to win this game. I actually had a prediction of 28-24, so I thought the 49ers were going to be obviously 4 for 4 or at least, you know, some part of that equation in the red zone since the 49ers had a huge advantage over the Packers uh, in the red zone. 49ers had the number one scoring offense in the red zone, and the Packers were in, in the bottom of that red zone giving up touchdowns. But I did not see them coming out and playing the way they did, and that's ultimately why this game was so close and low scoring. Yeah, you must have been very, very nervous when Garoppolo got off to an own five start. Uh, it couldn't have been worse, <laughs> I felt. But the longer you stayed in the game, um, the more it felt like, particularly after that that field goal block, the momentum just started to shift going into halftime. Yeah, um, I don't think he was playing terrible uh, when it when you're looking at his zero for five start because you had the Brandon Ayuk drop the George Kittle drop, the Juwan Jennings drop. So you're looking at three straight drops there by guys who are, are tend to be clutch for this 49ers offense. And uh, for me, it was more so about Jimmy Garoppolo getting the feel of what he's seen uh, defensively because it, it looks like he was a little step slow in the pocket, taking sacks on third downs in total. They had about four sacks given up on third downs. So I, I think that's where it was more so like, okay, Jimmy, let's get this together because – you can only take so many third down sacks when your opposing opponent has Aaron Rodgers on the other sideline. Let's talk about your offense, uh, Debo Samuel. 
that that man is a beast. But will he be right for the championship game? Uh, knowing the player Debo Samuel is, I, I do expect him to be available for the NFC Championship game. If that game had to go another quarter, I probably would have expected Debo Samuel to play that final quarter. But good thing for his part, the game, that was the final quarter, and he didn't have to go any longer than that after that final drive. So, um, like, he was returning kicks late in the game, and he was already feeling it. I, I think a lot of it had to do with that cold weather. When you're in that zero-degree temperature, every hit just feels a whole lot harder than it initially would. Um, I know myself, when it starts getting 50 degrees here in California, my knees definitely start hurting, and I have no professional football player hitting me at that time. So um, I think go back to California, warm up, feel better, and I think Debo Samuel should be a good good to go. Uh, you've got to be pretty impressed with the uh, the confidence of Evan McPherson. Uh, oh, sorry, uh, Gould, uh, to kick that uh, field mm-hmm. goal late. He uh, just looks supremely confident. Um, good strike. Looks like he's got a good leg. Oh, yes, definitely. Uh, with Robbie Gould, that was kind of one of the, the suspect things coming into this postseason. It's because Robbie Gould hasn't, ever since he got his newest contract extension, he hasn't been so clutch past 50 yards or even past 45 yards. And then you look back to Dallas, he hit a 54-yarder, and, and he made every field goal attempt there. And then he made two field goals last night, and, and the big one, obviously, to win the game. It wasn't just a, a, a short yardage field goal. No, that was a 45, 46-yard field goal that Robbie Gold had to make in those weather conditions. And he's doing a heck of a job there. And to say that, oh, I would predict him to be playing this well in the postseason, I probably wouldn't be on. <laughs> it is 7-11. This is SENZ Summer Breakfast. You're listening to Leo Luna, host of Niners Nation. Of course, the 49ers into the NFC Championship game. Consistency is something they, they can't seem to find. You come you come back against the the Rams, you upset my 49ers, which I'm still not over, and then you you have to come back from a, the number one seed. What do you think the coaching staff are going to be saying over this next week? The coaching staff is just going to leak the confidence out to the players. It's just remind them it doesn't matter what situation you're in, doesn't matter how many points you're behind, doesn't matter how much time's left on the clock that you'll be able to go out there, fight, give it your all, play that bully ball, play play your football, and tell them that, you know, you'll be all right because look what the Rams are doing. And they were trailing 17-0. It doesn't matter if it was like a home game for the 49ers on the road or not. That's a hell of a team to try and come back down 17 points to. Uh, Dallas, uh, the number one offense in, in all of football, and held Dak the way they did. It held Aaron Rodgers the way they did. Um, so I think it just leaked that confidence out. Let them know you could win football games in any fashion. So just stick to the script and stick to the basics. You'll be all right. Leo, um, I just want to know if you've checked in on one of your Twitter followers, um, Alex Rose. Uh, I see you, you commented <laughs> that you'll shave your beard off if the 49ers win the game, and he said he'll cut off his manhood. I just want to know if he's okay. Yeah, yeah, he said he said he's working through it. He says he'll be fine. Um, <laughs> that's uh, that's something that I would never put on the line myself. Uh, yeah, the but, beard was hard enough. Yeah, also oh, so the beard's gone for the next couple of weeks until that beard grows back in. I'll be on the, sleeping uh, on the couch, but but, but it has yeah, gone. The manhood, that one's 
Oh, I would never, not not even for a Super Bowl. No, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> particularly when you use the line, he's working through it. Uh, <laughs> hey, the, this, the, 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 uh, that blocked punt was the uh, first uh, for a touchdown. It was the first in playoff history for the 49ers. But I suppose the most impressive thing that we were talking about earlier on today, and, and Mitch brought this one up, special teams. Special teams was huge. Oh, absolutely. It was huge because like we talked about earlier here is the Robbie gold made field goals, but also the Jimmy Ward blocked field goal. And a lot of that came because of the same guy who blocked the punt, Jordan Willis, who blocked the punt. Uh, he was able to help Jimmy Ward to sneak through to block that field goal because the Packers and in, in their protection, Lowry number 94 for the Packers put his arm out to go get to Jimmy Ward. And instead of a hold, a lot of players get caught like holding players and then a flag gets thrown. Jordan Willis actually did a great job of chopping uh, Lowry's arm down to where he cannot get a finger on Jimmy Ward, and that's what allowed Ward to get through untouched to block the field goal. So a lot of that was great preparation, and Richard Hightower, the 49ers special teams coordinator, has been getting uh, a lot of terrible fan mail, I'll say, this season because the 49ers have not had a good special teams unit. There's times that they look not prepared at all for games. But when it counted most, they looked absolutely prepared. And that's just a little thing right there to where you tell a player, like, hey, this is how they set up their pass protection. If you chop his arm down, I think we could block a field goal mm. here. And that's exactly what happened. Well, that was, um, that was massive as well for Willis after stuffing up that coverage as well to give up all those yards. Um, I guess who, who, out of, who out of today's game would you rather see in the championship? Honestly, being in California, I would rather see the Rams because that's an easy travel game compared to Florida. Uh, you're going to cross the states at that point, and, and just gets a lot difficult. Um, but I, I would still rather see Tampa for the 49ers because I think they match up so well. Yes, it is Tom Brady. I understand he's the greatest quarterback of all time, but the guy's 44 years old, and the way the 49ers have their pass rush to, to disguise their blitzes, disguise their coverages where you're throwing off uh, the comeback player of the year in Dak Prescott. You're throwing off the MVP in Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I do feel the confidence that they can get to Tom Brady, and I don't think this is the same Tampa Bay Buccaneer team as last year since they are seeing a lot more injuries at this given time than they were last year. Uh, I just like the 49ers' chances in their pass rush to get to the 44-year-old non-mobile quarterback, Tom Brady. So so you're scared of the Rams? Not scared of the Rams. Come not, on, you are. You all. are. You are. Not, you are. You've no, just been saying you want Brady no, in the Bucks. No. Come on, Leo. I, I, I just think it's a higher chance uh, to win than, uh, than going playing against the Rams, and I'm always going to lean on the higher chance to advance. Um, Leo, do you have any particular words of condolence for any Cowboys fans who may be on the other end of the mic here? Hey, there's always next year, right? That's, that's oh, the stop. Hey, hey, hey. 25, 25, 26 Just years. stop. Always, Just you know, stop next it. Year, next year is our year. Hey, next but, year is our year. But, but ser seriously, was it, was, was it seriously, though, was it their defence that was the, the issue? Cause, or, was it, or was Ezekiel Elliott just not what he has been? I think, I think it goes with the lack of leadership, and that relates to the players as well as to the coaching staff. I was, I was listening to their player interviews throughout the week, and it seemed like um, they had a, quite a bit of arrogance 
to them and it didn't look like a good kind. They had simple questions that they were getting asked in the typical game preparation. And you, you hear guys like Demarcus Lawrence saying, oh, I don't want to talk about the 49ers. I want to talk about my Cowboys. Like, so it just seemed like a little bit of arrogance, a little too much maybe, um, especially on just simple questions. You do it every week when you play an opponent and now you just want to, you know, be like that. And uh, the penalties, like it killed them. All season long, they were the number one flag team all year long. It's no shocker that the that the flags came out in the postseason game. And it, Dak Prescott, this is where I say, like, leadership, accountability. Dak Prescott gets asked, and he's about handing the football to the center. And he goes, no, I do that all the time. I always hand it to the center. No, guy, you don't do that all the time. The referee has to spot the ball. And if you actually look at it, since he slid feet first, uh, he's supposed to be down at when he starts his slide. So that was supposed to be at the 28, 27-yard line maybe. They spotted the ball at the 24 with his center. So that's the reason why you hand the ball to the referee so they can get the actual spot of the game. You never hand the ball to your center. So hopefully Dak Prescott moves, learns that moving forward. If not, then it's just complete arrogance with his team. Oh, they work arrogance. Way, way too often here. Okay. Does if you don't make the Super Bowl, does Jimmy G survive? Uh no. No. I think if if the 49ers make the Super Bowl or if they even win the Super Bowl, I think the 49ers gotta get what they can in that investment for Jimmy G because ultimately you did make the trade to get Trey Lance. Trey Lance did it a whole year and this is going to be the best value you're going to get out of Jimmy G it's not like this is a, a Rodgers and Brett Favre situation to where you could sit three years that's that's not it because obviously the common denominator it's Jimmy Garoppolo is not Brett Favre to go ahead and start three years or right now what the Packers are doing with Jordan Love and, and Aaron Rodgers Jimmy Garoppolo is not Aaron Rodgers where you could sit sit your rookie quarterback or your young quarterback two, three years, you cannot do that with the Jimmy Garoppolo because if you do that next year, maybe he's going to be a free agent. You get nothing, nothing after next season because of his free agency. So you get it now, last year of his deal, and hopefully you could bank out and squeak out a second-round pick. That's, I think that would be the goal. That should be the goal for the 49ers is obviously shoot for a one, but if you get a two, that's a win. Okay, but at least he's pretty. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, um, something that I hear and, and it just comes to to my mind every time I watch him play is, man, he's, he's the most handsome idiot we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Leo Luna. Yeah. Love, it. Love uh, it. Thanks so much for giving us your time. Best of luck in the NFC Championship game against the Rams. You guys as well. Appreciate you having me. There you go, Leo Luna from uh, Niners Nation. Wow, that Eric Jimmy G could go to the Cowboys. <clears throat> no, uh, well, is Dak, Pres- is Dak Prescott worth the forty million they're paying him? Ask that question. Did you know today's Wellington anniversary day? Did I? Yeah, I, I've had text. Te- Michael's been texting last couple of days, actually. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's saying today's Wellington, Wellington yeah, well, anniversary I did, day. I did know because we're in the <laughs> middle of a pandemic and Parliament's out. So there's going to be no no updates, but which we need for our businesses. So oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Is so red, yeah, is, so for for a business, is, is this is this red light system, this traffic light system, worse yeah, or it's better? It's going to be worse. Lockdown? It's going to be worse because 
you know, staff and all that kind of stuff, it's going to be terrible. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway. Are, are you over-talking about Yeah, It's 7.20. Yeah. This is the Summer Breakfast on SENZ with Mitch and MacIver. thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day at 7.21. <laughs> Seven twenty-six. This is the SNZ Summer Breakfast. That's something that Mitch McLennigan says every morning to himself. I'm a lover, not a fighter. I'm a renegade, something or rather. Don't you? Are you look in the mirror and go, yeah, that's, boy. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. boy. Yeah. Uh, but the one thing we both go, yeah, boy, about is the NRL, and we're, we're all sort of closely watching what's going on with the the Dolphins, the franchise, the new franchise that comes in in 2023, and arguably on Friday, their their biggest signing was the uh, former Kiwi skipper, Jesse Bromwich, out of the storm. That is a big, big call. 272 games, all all his career at the storm. And when you talk about leadership, I reckon Wayne Bennett's got what he wants. Yeah, for, I guess from a leadership point of view, like he's been in the storm leadership group, I've just been concerned. I've, I've, I've watched Jesse because I, I love my super coach as well. It's kind of what keeps me involved in all the games. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but do, you, do you just spend all your time on your phone? Oh, mate, I love super coach, bro. <laughs> do I you? love it. Yeah, I can't get awesome. into it. I can't. Ah, so I can't. good, bro. Okay. So, but yeah, okay. So, so, like, he used to be like one of my main guys just for meters. Yeah, but because the time of minutes he's played, like, his minutes in the last couple of years have dropped. Like, he's. He was averaging like 40, 50 minutes, 47, which is like that's high for a prop. For a Games prop. change, right? Games change. So like he's only last year, last season, only averaged 39 minutes. And for me, I didn't think he was like as mobile as the other props. Contact after uh, after after contact meters. Um, he's post not even contact, a, post yeah. contact. Post yeah, contact. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, I know. Okay, you're stiffler, stiffler for for your names is that not even in the top fifty, mate. Not even in the top yeah. fifty. But Mark Nichol, Mark Nichols, who, from from the south, so they picked south, up as well. Picked up as well, which is he, an interesting pickup. Yeah, he's, he's thirty two as well. So yep. next year, obviously, it'll be thirty three, uh, maybe thirty four by the time. Okay, so let's, let's just write them off now, right? Yeah. Well, uh, Fleece Carfusi's yeah, Fleece Carfusi's in, in in similar nick when you talk about age and experience. I yeah. mean, they picked up Ray Stone from the Eels, and the, I thought the, the the interesting one was they picked up Jermaine Asako. Now Jermaine yeah. Asako yeah. is not not done with, right? Yeah. I think the what's been going on at the the Brisbane Broncos has been a mess for yeah. ever since Kevin took over, and yeah. I don't think Kevy Walters is is a NRL coach. They say. Is the Kevin and they're they're the richest club mm. in the NRL. But when you look at what Wayne Bennett's doing, you can sort of see what he's trying to do. He's trying to get that that he's actually building a pack. He's to start with. This is the interesting because you were saying, well, hang on a minute, they're all fours. Yeah, you're right, but you've got to build a pack. I go foundation. pack first. Yeah, of course. I go pack first because you can put any half behind, like best half in the in the game. Like you saw Thurston, like even Thurston would struggle with what, a poor, what, poor four pack. Oh, anyone would struggle with a four. Uh, yeah, you're right. The question that's still looming over these guys, though, is do they get Ponga? Kalen Ponga, right? I think Kalen Ponga wants to go back. I think he wants to go back to Queensland. So, uh, and so I they're going to have to pay him a mozza. They're talking $1.4 million to try and get him back. So what's the tie-in with his dad? Did you see that news a couple of weeks no. ago where his dad got offered like a coaching Oh, yeah, but coaching well, his dad's been pretty heavily involved yeah. in his career. Yeah. I remember Kempe talking to me about this. Yeah. And he, he, he told me way before it happened that Ponga would play for Queensland. He wouldn't play for New Zealand. Mm. And so Kempe has the inside all on that. So yeah, right. I think his dad has a, has a huge influence on him. But, but I, you don't think that was tied into him staying at the Knights? 
Who knows? When I, when I saw that, when I saw his dad get a coaching coaching role, a support role, I thought they must be doing a package. Well, you have to. You have yeah. to if you want to keep one of the best yeah. players. Although, if you were if you were honest, has Kalen Ponga set the world on fire in two to three years? Two years, really? If you were honest, um, I look at the way players play when he's back in the side. So, Brandon Best mm-hmm. was. Literally at his best when Kalen yeah. was running down that left yeah. side. Um, when he wasn't there, the, he went missing. You know, he was, he was one of the previous year when Kalen was fit. Um, he was one of the most destructive centres in the game. We thought this guy was a wonder kid, and obviously he battled a few injuries, lower leg injuries this year, Brandon Best. But he was nowhere near. And then as soon as Kalen comes back this year or last year, last season, um, he was back firing. Yeah. You know, I look at the impact he has on other players. Like okay. same with Tommy, when he's out, man, he looked oh. terrible. But yeah. then, then like you look at Saab, when 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 Tommy's not playing, Saab's junk. When Tommy's playing, Saab's the best winger in the game. I haven't had that word for ages. <laughs> Saab is junk. I tell you what, I'd have Reese Walsh over Kalen Ponga any day of the week. I'll leave you to think about that one, mate. <laughs> oh, I totally disagree. Seven thirty-one. <laughs> it's time for news with Emma. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building New Zealand. Oh hello again! Wow, you're on fire today, Joe. Can I just say that? I'm just, I'm just laying all the thing about it, Joe, because I wasn't ready. Seven thirty-three. This is SNZ Summer Breakfast. You're still, you're slipping and sliding all over the place like Reese Young, uh, Reese Walsh, sorry, oh, Reese Walsh. And, and, then te- and then a text comes up and, a, and someone says, "Have you seen reports that Reese Walsh is heading to the Dolphins?" I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen anything so but weird. It would make sense because there's no Why chance. Does it he, make sense? Because he could not play good footy in the wet here in Auckland, mate. He'd be terrible. He can't even stand on played. his feet in the sunshine. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. You, 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 <laughs> you, those are, long you, are, you are poking never the bear. Seen, you are poking, never seen Caelan Ponga end up on his Poking the bear on this one, my friend. <laughs> I mean, you are, you are not giving the kid credit, you know. Okay, sure, he has a week Maybe. off. He's got I'm, a week I'm off. I'm trying Chelsea. to find the unforced errors. And from the games I've watched, unforced errors for Reese Walsh would be well up there. You are full of it today. Well you up there. So well f- up there. Who's your team? Who's your Manly. team? Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, that is just that just makes me want to vomit right now. Oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. Oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. The Ken Osai phone line. If you want to talk about the chances of the Dolphins in the first season next year, considering what they're starting to buy, we don't have the full team, but you know Jesse Bromwich. Big Mark Nichols, Jermaine Asako, Felice Kalfusi, someone else. Because <laughs> that's what it'll be. Who are you playing for? Someone else. It'll be the Dolphins. What I do find interesting is that um, they're locking up a lot of capital in these other teams. They always do. They're paying oh, but they're, in the, the other, other teams, teams yeah. 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 So they're actually locking in guys who are mediocre on like decent. Well, Chad Townsend's your perfect example. 150, 200 grand over market price. I think, I think Townsend's gone to the Cowboys mm. for like 600. Yeah, right. Chad Townsend is yeah. not a six hundred thousand yeah. dollar player. So one hundred and fifty to he's probably two hundred. Yeah. They're paying yeah. overs, yeah. which is like what well, a lot of teams are. Well, the Warriors have always had to pay yeah. overs, right? Yeah. That's why I. That's why I would love to know if they're paying overs now that they're based for the moment. Touch wood. Uh, in Redcliffe, right? Yeah. Because normally it's a hell of a trek to get back. I think the big story that came out of the Warriors last week that everybody missed was that Ash Taylor, who I think should be starting, I don't care what anybody says, yep. he and Johnson should be starting, right? Mm-hmm. 
they've, they've, he's on a full-time contract and has actually come out and said, I will happily come and live in New Zealand. Because originally it was about not being in New Zealand yep. and just saying, oh, one-year deal, then I could go off to the Dolphins. Good. Now he's come out and said, I like him as a footballer. Man, I, I just... I just, if he I gets just behind think, Adam Fanua Blake. Pardon? If he gets in behind Adam oh, Fanua Blake. Can you, can you imagine? Tohu Harris. Oh, keep coming, keep yeah. coming. Yeah. Uh, I, I, do, I do like the shape. And I'd rather he controlled the game than Sean. Well, I, well, okay. So here's so I did this interview with Sean about two weeks ago, mm. right? Went I heard it. And so, okay. So and, <laughs> so and so you so you weren't less convinced. You're still not convinced. I'm not, mate. I, I could, the way he's talking, he's like he's, he wants to control the game again. And well, he's, been, he's after, been told to control the game. Well, I'd rather Ash Taylor control it. Yeah. See, and I get it. Yeah. But the way he was talking sounded a lot less, a lot more on point as to where he. Is as a player, Mentally, yeah, and right. I think it's huge. Yeah, you know, when, when I he, thought when he, he said front he didn't loading. Know... I thought he was front loading. I thought he was. <laughs> you have become <laughs> such a cynic. Oh my gosh! Because really? I've been so disappointed by him. Like I, I've always gone to Warriors games. I've always like enjoyed yeah, watching yeah, the Warriors. Love it, um, and unless they're playing manly. And I've just been. I was so disappointed that every big game, and we saw it with Cronulla when he went over there when they met, when they were in the final, uh, he just went missing uh, every clutch time. Like you want your Big player to get his hands on the ball. The guy's paid the most money. The guy's just supposed to win you the game. He doesn't do it. I'm ignoring you because someone said, poke the bear, Mitch. There's a theme with Team Stephen supports. <laughs> and your last correspondent said it next year is our year. Yeah, uh, thanks, Richie. Uh, this is the interesting one, though. So there is talk about this one. Matt Lodge is going to head to the Dolphins. Peter O'Sullivan's his father-in-law mm. and recruiter. Mm. Lodge has a 2023 player option. Yeah, and Bennett was the one that gave that helped him restart his career after the New York incident. Mm. <laughs> the New York incident sounds like a song. Uh, the New York incident, yeah. So, Matt, Matt Lodge needs. I don't look. Okay, I, I, I still rate. I still think he's a great player. I still, yeah, well, I no, think great, he needs, great throng. I think he's a good front rower. A good front rower, and you need good front rowers that do one thing: put the ball under your arm and go forward. Forget your step. Just go forward and hit that D line. That's, I thought he started nicely for the Warriors. I think just mm-hmm. when when Tohu and Adam were gone, I just. Thought there was just he just needs another strong leader around him for discipline. I think that's that, it. And, and Kane I, Evans was not that bloke. <laughs> I'm so glad as, he's gone just for Warrior fans. <laughs> as we move on, it's 7:38. Time for the choices flooring poll. See your floor change in an instant with room view. This is your performance of the week. So uh, these are the four options. Tell me what you think of them, Mitch, mm. Manly, Mitch. Uh, Bengals is, is our first option, right? They 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 beat the top seed first time in the playoffs since forever, and they get it on the back of nine sacks. Their quarterback Joe Burrow, so that's number one, right? And as you said to us early in the day, fifty-one sacks in total. So he's he's the sack king. But that's got to be a performance of the week, right? Yep. Okay. Number two, uh, get get me right, uh, Jamie Richardson. Jamie uh, tr- Richards. Jamie Richards yep. training two winners at the Karaka Millions and yeah, the both the both million dollar races, right? Yep. That's pretty it. Zoe Zadowski Senate winning her second X Games gold ahead of the games, which are less than two weeks away. Pretty impressive. <laughs> We've got a good lineup. What do you got for number four? Uh, Francis Nagano, uh Everweight champ mm. against Cyril Game, but he wrestles him. He wrestles him. The predator wrestles, doesn't knock him out. So that's pretty impressive, eh? Yeah. That's a, so there's, those are our four. Go to our the Twitter page. What's your pick? Oh, my performance of the week. I got. Oh, see, we've been talking about it all day, right? So I got to say the Bengals, yeah. only because we've been talking about it, and I've and I watched the damn game. Mm. 
uh, and no one would have picked them. So, and when you, it's like anything. It's like you know, it's like the Warriors knocking out the Melbourne Storm. It's like I don't know the the, the Titans beating Manly in a, in a playoff. Like you know, I don't. That's you know, that's that's actually pathetic because because they, they actually could beat Manly. Oh, turn it up! Turn it up. You've got to make the playoffs, though, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, you you do it that. So there you go. That is the choices flooring poker. Go to our Twitter handle and tell us what you think is. The performance of the week, the Bengals, Jamie Richards, Zoe Zadowski cynic or Francis Nagano, the heavyweight UFC champ. The Choices Flooring Room View program takes the guesswork out of choosing flooring. Upload your favourite floor today. How is it? Is it 7.45 already? It's 7.45 already. Joe, you know, I think you have to understand one thing with me. I like music, okay? So look, this this coming off dead off something really just does my head in. Just letting you know, it's actually 7.46. Thoroughbred owners share the thrill of ownership with your mates. Uh, enter at loveracing.nz slash... slash <laughs> what's that? Loveracing.nz slash share the thrill for the chance to win a 10% share of racehorse T's and C's apply. I, I could do with a slash after about three coffees. Uh, time to talk to Clado. Hello, mate. How are you? G'day, Stephen. Mitch. Have you, um, have you drained the bladder, Clado? <laughs> Yes. Well yeah. done, mate. Have you got a barbecue yet? I've got the barbie, mate. Do you? Oh, mate. So what is that, electric gas or what? Or charcoal? Gas, yeah. No, gas, little beauty. Two yeah, burner. She, yeah, she works well. Only two burners. It's a ripper, mate. Yeah. Yeah, only got only two six burners. weeks too late, eh? What's that? Only six weeks too late. <laughs> oh, it's probably four or five. <laughs> two burners, though, Mitch. Who, who has a two burner barbecue anymore? Oh. Obviously, Clayto does. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's good. I've obviously missed that invite as well, mate. So cheers for that. Thought, oh, thought, look. <laughs> thought we clicked after our morning session. So, okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, yeah, no, come around. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I guess we better talk some racing there, mate. It's all business between us, eh? Oh, yeah, mate. Look, crack a million nights. There was so much going on last Saturday night. And there was so, like, there was so much going on. CCP. Boys get paid, got over six hundred thousand in ticket. But six hundred thousand to bet on those six races in Ellerslie. It was so good, eh? Oh, that was so good, and they've come out with a profit. And we made they some ended money. Up with over, they ended up with over eight hundred in the kitty, and they had a little multi going into the last. They had Dynastic to win the correct a million, mm. and then Miss Ella just to run top three. In the, in the last race, in the top of the straight, she was quids in to run a place. And that collect was for $1 million. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. Unfortunately. Well, I, I heard that Michael McNabb had been tipped off that all the cash the multi was on uh, Babylon Berlin. So he's nervous before the race. That would have been great if that was the case. Well, well Babylon Berlin got up in the previous race for, me, for Michael. and But, um, yeah, she just couldn't quite do it. Masella and uh, our punters club. Gee, we took a beating early on on Saturday. We went in, we went in a bit hard and early <laughs> for a seven-hour shift. We started at one o'clock, finished at eight o'clock. And I think we did three bets in the first fifteen minutes. Three one hundred dollar bets, and they all lost. <laughs> so we, we had it's not ideal. Six and a half hours to go, <laughs> and about six hundred dollars left. <laughs> but, oh no! Oh, but shocking. we got through. Oh, yeah. Taylor Walden, he what? put us on to pin me up to run a place in the last. Yeah, beauty. So it came out and won, so we had about five bucks a place. So 
20 lucky people in the Punters Club end up with 70 odd dollars each. So that was a real phoenix effort. Yeah, Clado, let's let's start there. I a pin pin me up. What a what a run. Sam Weatherly's been in fantastic form after obviously his little uh, layoff, his little ban. Um, but it looked like on the bubbles just got pushed, eh? She uh, she's got pu- pushed wide early doors, so oh. you know, kind of got too much hard work at the start of the race, Clado. Yeah, it was it was a it was a terrible watch. It was a hard watch. Uh, drum major kicking up on the inside of it like an eighty to one shot. River played outside drum major, and then Opie was just just trying to get forward. Then they kicked up again. And yeah, poured on the bubbles. His first run over sixteen hundred meters, and it was just too much of an ask for him. Hmm. But he, but he, he stuck there for the last couple of bits. But the swoopers, the race was made for the swoopers, and they did. They came, pinned me up, and Carmen line into third. So yeah, some good runs in behind. Plato, any um, Tutakaka fans out there? Uh, I know there was there was a last leg of my multi, and me and the missus away on holiday watching it at the pub, have, fizzing up for our that was our forty five minutes away from um, baby girl. <laughs> so Saturday there, made made her watch Tutakaka for the multi. Um, the, the inside word was was right, eh? Last week, she she looked fine, and if she had a bit more luck, she would have been right there. Yeah, well, well Tudor Karka was the, like the journeyman. He's been to Australia, gone round one of Geelong Classic and went round in the VRC Derby. Whereas on the bubbles, hadn't raced over the mile yet. So he had the miles under him, Tudor Karka. He's, you know, he was like the prize fighter up against the, you know, the flash on the bubbles. So I can't believe they opened him at $21. The, the blinkers went on Tudor Karka and it always sharpens him up. But yeah, and good info in the morning on the mail run because both Tony Pike Mm. said, you know, Tutakaka was his best and, and Jamie said, you know, me out was a definite top four chance, so, yeah, so no, the info's all bucks, there. Geez. Yeah, it was, eh? It was there. I guess we'll, we'll, we'll turn over to uh, the Cracker Millions, mate. Um, I, I, what I want to know, Clado, and it would have been great to, to talk to Jamie Richards as well, um, but what did OPC um, over Fellini to jump on Dynastic? That's the magic of the man, isn't it? Mm. He, Jamie's trained the last six winners. Opie's ridden five of the six, and he only missed last year because he was suspended. But, oh, boy, didn't he just give this horse a lovely run? Just one run going into the truck a million. And you can see when he came out after the spring, and, and she's a very good filly too. But, gee, did they just run for Opie? There's just a magic about him. It's just like... You know, Steve McIver in the boxing ring, he's just got that silky sort of access, silky move, get around the ring. Oh, that was such a good call. That was such a good call. Particularly, oh, particularly the last fight, mate. Particularly that last fight, okay? That big Irish, yeah, right, the big Irish right dropping Kilgallen in the second. <laughs> <laughs> just pounded them. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> yeah, but, and, and there was so much going on, but Steve-O, because... Yeah, this is one of the new sides we talked about. El Manzor, first season sire in New Zealand. And this is going to be boost his uh, you know, his sales average coming up for Cambridge Stud. And ironically, Cambridge Stud, they sponsored race three on the card, that El Manzor trophy. And they won that with Sword of State. <laughs> I, I, I and was, Jamie trained that. They ran away with it as well, didn't they? The, the two Jamie Richards trained horse, Imperators and, and Sword of State. Yeah, um, just. Yep. Didn't even look like anyone else was in the race. 
No, and the beautiful thing was the boards get paid because they got over five hundred thousand. The TAB said if you did, we'd give you a fifty thousand dollar bonus bet. So Luke Kemmies and the Goat and Ted they put it out to the community to spend the fifty k in race three. So they gave you three choices, and the community spoke, and they came up with sort of state. How good! How good! It was so good. It was just, and it was just buzzing, buzzing right from the word go. So what are, we, what are we trying to get out of TAB next year? We're trying to, if we get to a million in the punters club, uh, yeah, we go, the boys get paid, we're, we're going a $100,000 bonus bet. Just got to go up, don't we? Oh, look, the TAB are going that good. I reckon they should match it. Oh, <laughs> yes, Glado. Clip that. Clip that, Joe. We've got to send that. We'll get, we've got that for Paulie when Paulie comes on a little bit later so he can pass it on to yeah, the powers that be. Paul, Paul will agree. It's uh, Thad's the one you've got to get it past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, mate. Hey, thanks, thanks, thanks for spending some time with us. I know you spent seven hours in here. You haven't left too much rubbish around the place, which is pretty good. A few cans, few papers, a lot of Mars bar wrappers. Don't know what's going on there, but it is what it is, mate. Hey, uh, thanks for sharing your thoughts on this one. Have a great day, eh? Hey, will do, Steve. Thanks, Mitch. Call me Steve. You call me Steve. You don't do that. You just don't do that. <laughs> it's seven fifty-four. You don't do that. 7.59, almost time for the 8 o'clock news. After 8 o'clock, David Latelli, the brown butterbean. Loose connection to sport, of course, being a boxer, but he does so much good in the community. What he did for Tonga and is doing for Tonga uh, after the tsunami is amazing. We'll talk to him after 8. Just a couple of additions to the Beijing Winter Olympic squad. Did you mm. know that Chloe McMillan is a half-pipe free skier from that winter town called Hamilton? <laughs> and we, But we've got a... <laughs> <laughs> I know. I lived there for five years. Uh, and Campbell, right, we've got our first biathlete, right? Great. Shooting and skiing. Yeah, yeah. Shoot and ski, shoot and ski, shoot and ski. I love that, right? Me too. Yeah. And it, it, it is a skill and a half. So just a reminder, they have been added to our Winter Olympic team. That starts February 4, live on Sky Sport. I'm awesome. so looking forward to that. Yeah, you are. Fizz. Fizz. Can you not see me fizzing? News is next with uh, Kubota. You know how it works. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand. Find Nature's Own Super B Complex 75 tablets for just $20.99 at Chemist Warehouse. Baz and Izzy might be at the beach, but the show must go on. It's the summer breakfast on SENZ. is the SNZ Summer Breakfast with McIver and Mitch. So I've mixed it up there. Did you like that one? Just, nice, nice. Keep them just, guessing. Just, just keep them guessing who the hell <laughs> they're listening to this morning. It's 8.04 on a Monday, Red Light Monday, and it's been a hell of a weekend. We've had uh, Zoe Hobbs break a national record. Uh, Alice Robinson's doing things again. Zoe Zadowski Sinnott's winning X Games gold. And we've we got to remind people, though, that Nick Kyrgios and uh, Kokonakis... <laughs> Kyrgios and Kokonakis, double K, are into the quarterfinals of the Aussie Open and they're up against our very own Michael Venus and Tim Pugh. So I'm looking forward to that one because 
Uh, the he says they go all the way. Kyrgios has gone, we go all the way. <laughs> I'm not so sure, but he's incredibly talented by the same token. So, Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I guess, uh, yeah, I'd love the Kiwis to upset him, eh? Oh, yeah. Just, just, he say? He'll, just, uh, he'll just whinge and moan. Of course he will. That's and what we want, though. Did, did, you, entertaining. Did, did you tell me he's been out on it, out and about, you know, sort of in Melbourne? Who? Kyrgios? Yeah. No, 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 that wasn't me. That must have been Kieran. Kieran's been coming with the facts today. Are you sure about that? I'm not hearing a phone ringing. Is it yeah. time to talk? Is it time to talk some good stuff? Yeah. Uh, so uh, you would know David Latelli, the brown butterman. Yes. He, he is an incredible individual. I think in many ways he's a living angel. And, and that sounds a bit sort of over the top, but when you think of what he's has done, he's been a he's been a boxer. He's been all sorts of things. And then he suddenly just looks at his own community and says, "You know what? I need to do something." Mm. And of course, he's got butterbean motivation, which is like you. He's in, in the gym business, yep. uh, in a different sort of way. I'll be blunt with you, because he's he's dealing with uh, a lot of problems in the South Auckland and sizes mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, but I, it was, what's hit me over the weekend was Dave actually saw the Tongan tsunami and went, mm. "You know what? I'm going to do something straight away." Bang! Next minute, twenty-two pallets of water are on their way to Tonga. Dave joins us right now. Hey, Bean, how are you? Morning, team. How's it going? Yeah, mate. So, so when I call, so when someone calls you a living angel, how do you react to that? Oh, yeah, it's tough to take because you know we sort of don't think about it. We just um, do it, but look, it feels nice, you know, considering where I've come from. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we all know, we all know the back we all know the background, Dave. But I, I got to say. When finally the Ministry of Social Development came to the party to give money to to the BBM. For you, how big a win was that in, in recognition of what you're doing? Oh, it was huge, bro, because it's been a, it's been a struggle, as you know. Um, but, you know, for them to see and recognise what we're doing and recognise that we're reaching, uh, you know, uh, a group of people that they find hard to. And uh, it, was a, it, was, it was God-sent. How, how much, uh, so 500 million over two years. Um, how, what do million, you... oh, geez. Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. Oh, sorry, five hundred million. Jeez, that's that's a bridge. That's a bridge. <laughs> so actually, you'd probably be able to spend that a lot better. I reckon. Um, how, how much? Uh, how much can you do with that, mate? And how much more uh, would be necessary to kind of rectify a few of the situations in South Auckland, particularly with fighting obesity? Look, the five hundred thousand you're talking about was from the Ministry of Health. Uh, so that was over two years for a program called. Uh, from the couch, which is tackling people that with long-term conditions, uh, you know, obesity, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, which is a lot of the population and a lot of our Māori and Pacifica are overrepresented in. So when you look at the what we've done with next to nothing, the, the impact, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, going to be amazing now that we're going to have some people. Dave, how hard is it for you to approach people? I mean, I see you've got uh, a lot of the supermarkets on board. You've got business people on board uh, that are just have have bought into. Uh, they've bought into you. How hard has that been to to grow to get to a point where now they're going? Actually, it's not hard for him to come to the door. Yeah, look, it was really hard at the beginning because I always find it hard um, talking money. Uh, but you know, when I see the impact and. What, what, what you can do with money. You know, people say money is the root of all evil, but I don't believe that because with the more money you have, the more people you can help. Um, but before anything comes to work, and, you know, that's what we've done. We've done the work, and now, you know, different corporates like Pack and Save, Food Stuff, New World, 
and all these people have um, seen the work we're doing, seen the impact, and they've, they've just gotten behind it. You know, it's awesome. Yeah, so the the you've sent the water off to Tonga. Who else has jumped on board to help you send some supplies over over to Tonga? Obviously, the terrible situation they're in at the moment. Minute, and what's the latest update you've got from Tonga? Uh, look, yeah, I I haven't got too many latest updates. Like I said, I just saw that I've got um uh, someone approached me, and the thing about you know when you're sending stuff over to the islands is that it's hard for a lot of people when you look at what's happened in the past with, uh, you know, even with Samoa with the funds being misappropriated. So, you know, I've got some people that I trust from Asa Foundation. And the thing is, it's not just about what you're sending it here. It's making sure that over when it gets there, the people don't have to pay any duty, you know, on the containers coming in. So that's mm. what we've been able to do. Um, you know, today I'm meeting Bitsu to send over uh, frozen and refrigerated goods. Awesome. So um, foodstuffs, you know, they jumped on board. They're, they're sending over, you know, hundreds of tons of, of, of food. Hey, so, so, so it's quite a real thing, the, the, the fear of it not reaching where it should reach. 100%. I've, I've been approached uh, as soon as it happened by, by all these different people, all these different organisations. But, you know, the people that I'm working with, the Foundation, it's the people that I work with when we sent over coffins to Samoa for the measles outbreak. You know, so I know that it's going to get there. It's going to get to the people that need it, uh, and it is a genuine fear. David Mitch, Mitch himself is a business owner. He runs he runs gyms. You run gyms. This current situation, he, Mitch says it's tougher than lockdown. Is it for you? It's really tough because um, you know we've got to split everyone into bubbles and all of our trainers and try not have people do you know multiple classes in a day because we just can't risk Like, you know, with us, it's about, you know, with any gym, it's the connection, it's the community that people love. Completely. So, you know, some people want to come to all the classes because that's the only time they're around positive people. Mm. But, uh, you know, we can't let that happen at the moment. We also, our, you know, food bank workers are also the gym trainers, so we, we have to separate them because we can't afford our, our food share to have to stop, you know. So 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 so, yeah, so, so David, with 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 the situation that we're in now in this traffic light system, is it is it creating less demand for the food bank? What what it's done already is um, it's the isolation request. We we with MSD we've gotten support to help families that are in uh, isolation. Mm-hmm. So as soon as it was like as soon as that announcement was made, I checked my email and we had we had some referrals from MSD. So I was out doing deliveries yesterday. How do you how do you get up every morning and do this? Uh, look, my, my it's always about having a why and living with a purpose. You know, my why was it's my family and it was my kids when I wanted when I first started. You know, Stephen back when in boxing, was the, hmm. everyone hated me, but the purpose <laughs> of my kids wanting my kids back is what drove me. And now it's my people. You know, being that hand up like like David Higgins was for me back in the day. You know, giving me a hand up, giving me an opportunity. Um, we just want to be that hand up for others. Never hated you, bro. Just never, got, never figured you out until we saw the real side of you. <laughs> I, I will always, I'll always remember the day you turned up in Christchurch and in military kit with your commandos. And uh, wow, I mean, we look honestly. When you look back, it's it must have been a lot of fun at the same time, right? Yeah, it, it was. You know, I understood media um, that Joseph Parker is was the main thing. So the only way I'm ever going to get any chance on the news or people to talk about me was to do outlandish things. I couldn't box very well, so but I could I could talk it up, you know. And uh, <laughs> it, it was fun. It, it's not fun on my last fight, though. Uh, 
I remember in the ring you said surely. Oh yeah, that <laughs> was that. I got, I said, there's got to be easier ways to raise awareness. Yeah, my yeah, no, that feeling. Been been there a couple of times myself, pal. Yeah, hey, Dave, you you, you do an amazing job, right? And I know I know you don't ex- uh, expect thanks, but uh, we should thank you because what you are doing is what a lot of people, other people, could do. And I know there are people out there helping you, and I'm sure uh, you would welcome anyone helping. Just pack pack boxes and the like. But nice job as always, mate. Uh, keep up the good fight, so to speak, and we'll talk again. Thanks so much, team. If you can help, you should. That's the way you got to live. All right, buddy. Thanks for that, Dave Latelli. Ate the brown butter bean. Uh, he was our McCafe coffee catch-up. It's actually, uh, she. You know, my wife says to me sometimes, uh, "Where are you going to get coffee?" And I'll say, "I'll just do the drive-through at, at McDonald's." Do you know that in McCafe? It's actually really cool. They make a problem. I get wrong. Do you know the thing I get wrong with ordering coffee at those places though? What's that? Because normally when you go to a normal cafe, a large is what you'd say. Yeah, they're huge, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yes, like, yes. I'll have a jug of coffee, please. Yes, that would be a McCafe large. Thank Thanks very much. No, I didn't really mean that big. So, so when you hear someone like Dave, right? Yeah. Uh, you some you does it make you feel like you're not doing enough? Definitely. Like, it does. I. I mean, it's he's not he's not he doesn't make you want, want to feel like that. But when you, you know, I, I look at people that go out. He's very he's very big on um, his Instagram profile, right? And yep. and getting stuff out there. Mm-hmm. And I've been watching Leo Malloy, who's running for mayor, right? Yeah. And because he got done, I think, for uh, contempt of court a little while back, he, he's actually doing his community service out there. And they're just packing bags, uh, packing oh, yeah. boxes. It's awesome. un- But it's unbelievable, right? Mm. And what it, what it highlights is that there's a lot of need out there, right? Mm. And I know it's probably something you're not expecting us to talk about here on, on the SNZ Summer Breakfast. But I thought with, with – I know the Fight for Life's coming up. They're going to be announcing yeah. that this Thursday. Dave has, has been around that before. I just thought it was a nice thing to remind people that as tough as it is, if you think it's tough for it, for you right now, mm. there's a lot of people doing it a lot harder out there at the moment, right? So right. It is 8.14. This is the SENZ Summer Breakfast. More coming. Yes, Joe? Sorry, you, I thought you, you wanted music. Never okay. mind. Go play the music. No, no, no. Play no, the it's damn it's music. Okay. Play the music. Okay. Uh, here we go. Uh, see, even bitches. Have a look at bitches' shoulders. We, we white boys with the rhythm. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Come on now, here we go. Guys dressed in black, remember that. Just in case we have a face to face and make contact. Okay. The title held by me and my beat. Now we're talking. Toe tapping at 820. Time to talk to the P-Man, Paul Mawadi. Thanks to the tab.co.nz. Uh, gambler responsibly, I'm sure he does all the time. Hello, buddy. Yeah, it was. Are this is the- Eminem. It's, a, it's an M&M. Oh, he's, he's been Smith, listening. M&M. He's, he's been listening. That'd be see. a good combo, eh? Hey, what color, what color M&M, M&M and I, am I? <laughs> be very careful. Be... <laughs> I'm going to say orange. I'll take orange. <laughs> so you're talking about your tan. Wow! <laughs> that's, re- that's really unkind. No, it is. Well, I, there's a white M&M. Like, look how white and facey I am. Uh, My poor too, late, too late, mate. You're thrown. Hey, Paul, how are you, mate? Very, very good. After a huge weekend of racing and sport, um, how, still alive. How, how was your Correcca Millions? Uh, it, was, it was fascinating just following the... Uh, the boys get paid punters club and just the the sort of influence they had on market the sort of ups and downs they had that a million dollar multi mm. uh, finishing on miss ella to finish top three in the last race of the night uh she she didn't quite get there but 
Crikey, what a ride. And they made a bit of a profit as well. Yeah, how good, mate. Um, boys already talking about uh, maybe the TAB, or Stevens just said the TAB have to match it. Next year, <laughs> I did. Oh, not. was that Clado? That was, was Clado. Sorry, uh, be very careful. It was Clado. Okay, it was me and Clado and Steve, Stephen on the end of it. Just said that the TAB's got to match it next year. They get a million, they're going to have to double it, double it. Yeah, well, I, I don't know where Thad found that fifty k bonus bet on the weekend, um, but uh, I get the feeling he's going to have uh, an enforced week of leave. <laughs> In the lead up to Karaka Million next season, so well, Paulie, we've we'll got see. the clip here. We've got the clip here, so you can take it to him. What are we trying to get out of TAB next year? We're trying to, if we get to a million in the punters club, uh, yeah, we go. The boys get paid. We're, we're going a hundred hundred thousand dollar bonus bet. Just got to go up, don't we? Oh, look, the TAB are going that good. I reckon they should match it. Straight from Clado's mouth, mate. So it was Clado. <laughs> I'll take that to the next meeting. I'll, Good. Do you, notice, yeah. do you notice how how Paul's choking? He's going. Oh, hang on, hang on. Hyperventilate, hyperventilate, hyperventilate. Hey, what's what gives today? Because uh, you've got you're talking to a couple of NFL boys here. We've been having a great time about talking about the weekend, but some two monster games today. Speaking of choking, um, my Packers and Aaron Rodgers choked big time yesterday. Uh, and we saw a couple of upsets, and and the money is suggesting that we're going to see a couple of upsets today as well. Wow! People are betting against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay. I mean, if Jamie Richards was an NFL NFL player, he'd be Tom Brady. You you just don't you don't bet against the man. No, 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 you don't. You don't bet against Brady. But in the last twenty four hours, there've been stories suggesting that they are vulnerable and they are not the Buccaneers of last year. Yeah, if you if you want to believe those sort of fairy tales, that's fine. Um, do I have a target? I'm, I'm sticking with Mr. Brady. Do I have a Travis, target on Travis my forehead this morning? <laughs> Trevor's worth's out, isn't he? Trevor's, Trevor's worth's out, mate. So that's massive. The O-line's depleted. The O-line is depleted. <laughs> the O-line. Did you hear that one, Paul? Yeah. The O-line yeah. is depleted. Oh, come, on, What's, come, on, come on. So what sort of money are the Rams paying? Uh, what are the Rams right now? Are you looking and this we've up? Got I a thought you were prepared. Prepared. Come on. <laughs> we've got a bonus back promotion on the Buck Rams game and the Chiefs Bills game. So a chance for you to get a, a few bonus bets back if you don't win. The Buck, $1.65, Rams, two twenty-five. Okay. And what about the Chiefs Bills? Because I think that's I, th- I think that could be the interesting, really interesting one. Yeah, they're a wee bit closer together. Chiefs, $1.76. The bills a dollar ninety seven, and it, if you follow the NFL, you know Bills fans are probably the the most hard done by after those. What was it three or four Super Bowls in a row back in the nineties, mm-hmm. uh, where they made it, it and, and just couldn't go the whole way. Yeah, but they've got that big unit running them now, haven't they? So Josh Allen, I think that I think he could be. The X factor today. I just, I just like the way he throws and runs and does everything. So, but he's up against Mahomes. Wait for it. Wait. And last, one for you. Last one for you, Paulie. Paulie <laughs> would have yeah. Sean Johnson been a better fullback than a half? Oh wow! Yeah. Oh. Um, so he threw the same question at me. 
Okay? Same reaction. And I had the same reaction. So I'll give you – while you think about this, because I know you need the, th- yeah. the think, I actually think it's a really good call because he, we, I, I instantly went, great step. Who was the last great Warriors fullback? Well, not great. Good Warriors fullback to have a great step. Roger Tuivas-Shek. Now, the question, the difference being potentially that RTS could read a D-line, not an O-line, but a D-line, <laughs> a lot better than most other fullbacks, and you need that. Plus, he's very good defensively. Not so sure about Johnson. So, But would have been a great call. Now you yeah, can have no, a, I, You've had your little think. Yeah, I definitely prefer him at half in the halves mm. just because of the, the defensive aspect. You could sort of hide him in the defensive line uh, when he was uh, playing in the halves. I think you need someone who can control uh, the defense from the back. And as you say, RTS was very, very good at that. The number of goal line tackles that True. RTS made for the Warriors True. <laughs> um, it was just crazy. And I... I, don't, I just don't see Johnson doing that sort of thing. Okay, so 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 the other part of this question is, are you because Mitch is not comfortable? He doesn't think he 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 doesn't want to see Sean controlling play. You've got to decide who's his half's partner. So, well, for me, it's Ash Taylor straight away. I don't, I don't even blink on this one. It's Ash Taylor. Sorry, Chanel Harris Tavita, not ready. Not, not, not. Just it's Taylor. Too much experience. Well, if Taylor's the partner, then you probably make Taylor the one who controls the play. Um, mm. See, yes, no, no, no. Like no. I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm not going to disagree yeah. with you. Although I see, if, if, if it's Harris Tavita. Then Johnson controls. So what do you want, Paul? And don't take another sigh. He was sighing all morning. <laughs> Gosh, come on. Have you, are you dressed yet? <laughs> Taylor. Taylor and Johnson are the halves to yeah, start the yeah, season for mine. There you go. All right, mate. Is there anything else you want to throw at us before we get rid of you? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to finish my toast. Uh, what's on your toast this morning? A uh, bit of raspberry jam. Raspberry jam, eh? Solid. Jam- I thought it was a toast to the, like your bets coming up, but it was actual toast. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. I thought we've cut you off the spiel. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Appreciate oh. it. As always, mate, you're a good fellow. Yeah, cheers, guys. Don't forget, Aussie Open continues today, and we've got uh, a tennis bonus back promotion on all the main card matches. So the four men singles and the four women singles matches today. Is Rafa and Ash Barty, they'd, they'd be the hot favourites to go all the way on what's been happening? Yeah, how, how good was Ash last night? Crikey, she looks good. Yeah, she's no, um, she's good. She's good. She'll, she'll, she'll be tough. It'd be, not, and it'd, not, it'd be nice to see an Aussie win the Aussie Open too. Yeah, well, big time. All right, thanks, buddy. Appreciate the time as always, mate. Cheers, guys. There's Paul, Paul Moade from the TAB. TAB.co.nz. It's R18 Gambler Responsibly. How many times did he sigh when we answered? So, what about Sean? So, oh, crikey, ducks. I think he's just like looking at his watch, waiting to get off the phone. He's sick of us. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's an interesting one. You, you, you're a hater. I'm have, a hater. I, I, I have con- come to the conclusion after two and a half hours with you about Sean Johnson, you oh. are a hater. No, because I've seen him at training. Like I spoke to you before, I've seen how training run, is not playing. How, but that's what I'm saying. The, the back line ran beautifully. 
It always did. And then got to game time, looked for himself first. And I couldn't stand it. Back, everyone outside him overran. Plays break down. Then he can only go himself. Like if he was, like he talked about, like the way he talked about in the interview, if he can come out this year and play a Cooper Cronk role, control, 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 end of the halves, breaks down, then he goes, then cool. I'll eat, I'm happily eat my words. But like the way he was speaking was that that's the role he's going to play, and I've never seen him play that role. People can change, and that's what you need to do. All right, it's half past eight. Time for news with Kubota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand. Here on SENZ. Eight thirty-two. This is SCNZ Summer Breakfast with Mitch and McIver. Joe, what is that? That's industry, baby. Good to see you're in tune with our audience. You wait until you see the uh, video clip. <laughs> Just pump it up a little bit. Just pump it. You know what's oh, more? Fizzing. Fizzing. Where's Karen? Because I can't. can't uh, like, all I can see is. Just sneak around. I'll, I'll take the mic for a little bit. <laughs> Boys are bopping. Boys are bopping. They are so Eminem wannabes. Uh, look, look at look at Kieran. They, they just. I wave, think they're disagreeing with me about Sean Johnson waving the finger. Like, <laughs> unbelievable. This is SCNZ Summer Breakfast with Mitch and McIver till uh, nine o'clock. Then Smithy's online after nine from his estate in the Hawks Bay. Now we were talking to Dave Latelli, the butterbean. Hmm. Uh, well, she's more Dave Latelli now, and I think he's again up for New Zealander of the Year. And, and why wouldn't you be, uh, with the unselfish nature of his work that he does? Uh, but I saw over the weekend NFTs, right? Yep. NFTs, non fungible tokens. Yeah, Metaverse, Mitch can get Met- into this for you if you if you want. Because because <laughs> a lot of money was, I think it was something like to the tune of a million dollars raised for the Auckland City Mission yes. through NFTs. Yep. So what went down here? Because I just I struggle with it, and yeah. it's not a fad, right? Mm. It's it's blowing up. It's it's probably. Can you answer this question before Metaverse Mitch gets onto it? <laughs> are, are NFTs more, a more solid investment than crypto? Uh, NFTs will have functionality. Oh, they, they both have functionality, but like um, NFTs, the way it's going to go will be like your ticket to anything. So like at the moment, you see people lining outside shoe stores to get the latest drop of shoes. Um, in the future, you'll line up online. So rather than having to go to the store, like you'll just go, you'll buy your shoe online and then you'll get it sent to you. you see, that's so it'll so be uns- sport tickets see, and stuff like, like that. So I think for that, that, that first There'll be no example, scalpers, no resellers, that all, kind of stuff. Get all that, but you're taking away a social thing to do something socially. I know lining up, but I would well, waste the time standing in the cold for a day and a half to get a pair of shoes. Well, I wouldn't do that anyway because I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm not that smart. I mean, I know kids can do that and then they, they then they go and resell them online yeah. for triple the price. Yeah. I mean, it's nuts, right? Yeah. But 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 I've just it's that oh, it's the whole it's the whole online thing. Taking away mm. the ability to be social, but I suppose a pandemic doesn't help that, does it? No, it doesn't help it, but um, look, I think it's just going to be a more secure way of making sure 
that people don't get ripped off basically. It's going to cut a whole lot of middlemen out. Um, artists, like you've just heard, are going to make more money. Um, they're not going to be splitting with uh, production companies and all that kind of stuff. So Yeah, they yeah. will. You watch. There's, there's, you always, there's, there's, always, there's always a loophole. But anyway, powers. back to it, mate. Sorry, back, back, to it. back to the goodness back to that it. was back done over the weekend. A million dollars rate for Auckland City Mission. I mean, we'll that's get, a, that's, a, that's yeah. a heck of a lot of money. Yeah, we're hoping to get Brooke Howard Smith on later in the week just to have a chat about it and how it's going to impact the sporting world as well. Um, so that'll be interesting. A million dollars, mate. A million dollars and 48 so, hours. So, so, so that was buying and selling non fungible tokens for the Auckland City Mission. Yeah. And then, so you can actually, this is the thing I struggle yeah. with, because I have struggled with a lot of things, particularly maths, is that you can actually turn NFTs into mm-hmm. real money. Yeah, you that's, can. That's, that's the whole yeah, idea. You like can crypto, sell, it, right? sell it crypto and withdraw to crypto through USD coins and stuff like that. So, um, anyway, like a group of, we bought a, a group of 20 of us, yes. um, contributed, uh, made up some All Blacks and some cricket guys. And, yeah. Um, so we'll talk about that later in the week, but we we bought one of them. I think we ended up buying one for uh, close to two hundred thousand with the help of some crypto whales, um, some big boys in the game. Yeah. Um, so we're nice little part of it, and then to raise a million dollars for Auckland City Mission, so, so, like you say at this time. So you resold that 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 you spent two hundred and got a million back. Um, no, no. So we bought one for two hundred thousand yeah. with our group, yeah. um, with the help of some big whales yes. and, and some sports, yeah, some <laughs> some sporting superstars around New Zealand. Yeah, so yeah. we'll we'll tip into that. But just nice to, like you say, give back where you can. Um, but Brooke Howard Smith, who kind of came up with the idea for that. Um, will hopefully chat to us later in the week. Because his big one is, is it Fluff World? Fluff World, yeah. Fluff, Metaverse, sorry. yeah, they've just oh, linked up with Snoop Dogg. We should play some Snoop Dogg when he comes on as well. Oh, look, you watch. <laughs> now that you've said it, now that you've said it, the, yeah, lad, the lads will go awesome. on. Which is awesome. Hey, um, let's, let's talk about something that is going to impact sport again, right? Yeah. And it's it's the, the traffic light system. Mm-hmm. Where you know, Today is probably officially day yeah. one in the sense of, of the real world we're mm-hmm. in this traffic light system. Um if you're the rugby union, would you be going, not again? L- not again. I mean, here we go again. We're trying to get Super Rugby Pacific underway. We can't, potentially, we can't bring the Fijian Drua in, mm. uh, Moana Pacifica, and uh, well, Pacifica. Yep. Uh, and they, their first game is against the Auckland Blues. They ain't, they're not going to have a crowd. Yeah, I, I, I cannot see, I don't know how, none of us know how long this is going to hang around for. Not probably as long as the last time. But um, they'll be impacted more this time around because Omicron's more just contagious. Yeah, more contagious. Yeah, so right. you've seen what's happened. And, and last time it was pretty easy. Like we just shut the borders and they were able to play footy and they got some crowds and stuff like that. This time it'll impact squad and squad depth. I think we'll see the quality of football go down the gurgler. I think there'll be a lot of, like we've seen in the NBA, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to play um, they're going to pull people in from retirement or real young kids being able to play professional for the first time. I think it's going to be um, chaotic um, for one. Um, talking about bringing Pacifica in, um, and I think it's with with the cricket, with the Sevens girls not being able to go away, I think they spoke about um, as soon as in the community they would consider home isolation for anyone and get rid of MIQ. Yeah. And I reckon people have known about festivals of cancelled a couple of weeks ago, Northern Base cancelled a couple of weeks ago. So they knew that was probably in the community already. So they should have just got rid of this MIQ stuff already because it's inevitable, in my opinion. So at the moment, for those teams who are going away, and even the Pacificas seems like a restraint of trade, <laughs> from my opinion, stopping people being able to work when uh, when they could be here, you know, doing that kind of stuff. And that's for anyone, 
Um, it's it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I think the next fortnight will will dictate how how it all rolls out, right? I mean, it's mm. it's it's a it's a nasty thing we have to keep talking about, but it's there, right? It's sitting right in front of us. Yeah, and so, how long do we want to draw, dra- drag it out for? Like, sounds like a lot of other countries. New South Wales sounds like they're out the other end of it. Yeah, um, they're still got big numbers, but they're yeah, out the other out end. The other uh, end uh, talk, yeah. talk, spoke to a friend of mine in the UK on uh, Sunday, yesterday morning. Actually, yeah. it was about half past ten at the time her night. Hmm. Uh, no more restrictions. They're done. They they believe that yeah. they're at their peak. We've seen she the crowds the tubes, of the, super, the tubes, like in the tubes, NFL. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. It's it's a tough one, but you know, and I think the, the the other question is how important do you think sport does play, in in the the, the mental psyche of, of a country that loves its sport and has gone through two years. This it's going to be two yeah. and a half years, right? So this was the IPL's big thing a couple of years ago when they moved everything to um, UAE, uh, UAE, that's UAE, right. and they've done it a couple of times there. They they make far less money. They still made a little bit, but like most of it went into that. Mate, they but, make a fortune. <laughs> yeah, but considering what, what they w- would have made. Um, but then listening to fans, and they were just so fizzed that like, because that was the one thing that was happiness during COVID times. Like, I know with sports radio, so anyone listening loved, loves their sports. If there's no sports, what would you do? You know, like in terms of like mental health, just having a break, being able to switch off, being able to enjoy yourself, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's 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 devastating. I mean, I feel I actually feel with the events industry, right? Mm-hmm. So much it's been, you know, it feels like deja vu. It feels like summer of twenty one. You know, everybody's had a great time. Then, boom, lockdown, mm-hmm. and away mm-hmm. you go again. But I would like to, I would like to think much that New Zealanders will just get on their thing, get their booster shots, get well. get on with it, and just you know, and so okay, and hopefully. Hopefully, touch wood. Uh, this time, we, we we roll through it a bit, bit a better. And there's so much to look forward to. I'm going to say, I'm genuinely excited about the Winter Olympics. I'm thinking that Zoe Zadowski Senate and Nico Porteous are yeah. now, and this is probably not even uh, not even a, a, a reflect, they are genuine gold medal chances. It's exciting. And oh man, and and Alice Robinson, who I remember watching in Pyeongchang last time out. Mm. I'm going, who's this Gumby? You know, because we don't we don't have a lot of you know downhill skiing and the mm. super G the on nine yards. There, you got to be tough. Yeah. Suddenly she's podium and winning things in the last two years. So whoever's coaching her has found the secret sauce. Yeah, doing something great. Right well, it's 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 a, it's winter sports is, a, is sort of not it's not frowned upon in New Zealand, but they're not they don't go wow it's the Winter Olympics be here we go now we've got genuine chances out there genuine middle chances. Mm. And Annalisa Coburg is silver, 1992, I think it was. That's how far back it goes. And suddenly we've got this new generation. Yes, two of them are in, in, in relatively new sports, right? But I just think it's amazing. I just think it's... But fun sports. Fun sports. Yeah. Rather than your traditional just downhill skiing. So like now it's exciting. Like, I'll watch it. I didn't particularly like the downhill well, slalom stuff. So, so I went to Vancouver, right, mm. and stood on the down... Well... Actually, I didn't stand on it. I almost fell on it. The downhill course. Yeah. And, and that was at Whistler. Terrible time. A month in Whistler. Drinking coconut beer. Terrible. Uh, and working at the same time. And sure. on, on, <laughs> came back about 10 k's heavier. Never got it off. Um, you would be, it would scare you witless. It's ice. Oh, really? The downhill is literally ice. Ice. Oh, crazy. And you know, when you hear that mm, mm. as they go along, they are it's on ice. the edge on ice. <laughs> so like, to, honestly, to try and get across the, and I had whatever the boots you have just to keep your feet warm. <laughs> and I slipped twice. That's how lethal the downhill is. Have you got a video of that? 
Can we get it up on the Twitter? Yeah, yeah, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be somewhere about me screaming about the the blooming um, the Cowboys. Okay, I'm I'm glad we're almost done because I think I've had enough of you today. Oh, oh it's been entertaining. We're, we're, no, I know it is. Hey, we're, we've got to talk uh, about Sean Johnson in a minute. We'll take a wee break. Eight forty three. This is SCNZ Summer Breakfast. Eight forty eight. Time for the choices flooring poll. Best performance of the week. Made my vote, and all the numbers came up. So, at bottom, how about this one? Bottom, Francis Nagano's win over Gain yesterday in the UFC Championship. Mm. Do, you, do you buy into that one as being bottom? Yeah, I do. Yeah, okay, fine. Right, okay, <laughs> right, okay fine. Uh, oh. <laughs> We're almost there. Come on, bro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bengals are number three with 19% of the vote. I, was, I thought that might get a bit more, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Richards, yeah. uh, 22%. Uh, backing. I popped on Jamie Richards. You yeah. po- you, did yeah. you? Really? Yeah. Nice. Pretty impressive. <laughs> impressive day out yesterday. Uh, but no We've surprise lost here. out of Hong Kong. So. <laughs> no surprise here. Zoe Zadowski sent it with almost half the votes. Wins our choices uh, flooring poll this morning. How about that? That mm. that, that is that is interesting. There's the winter winter Olympics uh, fizz for you, mate. Everyone's fizzed up. It fizzed. Not just you. The winter Olympics. I bet you Smith. We're going to talk to Smithy Shaw. I'm sure he's going to be fizzed up about the winter Olympics. Let's see if I can get a smile out of him. I can see him. I can see him. I can see you, Smithy. I get a thumbs up. Is that that's the best you can do? Thumbs up, you, <laughs> Smithy. You can smile. No, he won't. It's been a big night. Okay. All right. So that's that was the choices flooring poll. Uh, so Zoe. Zadowski Senate takes your vote as the performance of the weekend with a second X Games got. And you gotta remember when it comes to the whole X Games thingy, the whole X Games thingy, mm. you're invited with some of that stuff. You're invited to um Oh, compete, yeah. but like yeah. the, the Dew Tour and that sort of stuff. So she, they are I, dead. She's a big dog. Dead set, mate. Oh, she's, a, she's a big dog. <laughs> Man, how many, you, mate, you're like, how many cliches can you bring out in the next half, 10 minutes? Oh. <laughs> you thinking that Sean Johnson is the. Oh, someone said when Sean first, Johnson's a savior. <laughs> I didn't have. No, <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to go on the break and we're going to talk to Smithy. It's 8.51 here on the SNZ Summer <laughs> Breakfast with the chocolate in the middle of the MM, which is McGlennigan, Gin, 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 and McIver. Back in a minute.